All right. Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime podcast. Yes, we are on episode 89 and it is Tuesday, September 12th, 2017. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What is good? You're in a good-ass mood today. <laughs> I sure am. I sure am because today we have a very special guest, the, the proprietor of infamous uh, Denim Designs, Afton O'Neill. Hello, all. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. No problem. All right. And uh, today we're going to be talking about Insecure, uh, the season two finale, as well as the series as a whole at the top of our program. So it's going to be some spoilers uh, later on. So if you haven't caught up on Insecure, I suggest you handle your business and watch that ASAP. Yeah, Although- get your life together and watch it. Yes. Or put you, this on mute and then watch it. My thoughts exactly. <laughs> Listen, if you can watch anything that the devil Mona Scott Young puts out, mm-hmm. you can watch this one. Yeah, Mona Scott, BET, right? VH1. VH1. It's okay. all under Viacom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. Um, well, before we begin, we'll we'll kick off with you know things we've been up to this past week. I know. Um, I know we've uh, got some got some things on the uh, on tap. Uh, so yeah, Carl. Let's begin with you, my friend. What have you been up to? I well, first off, I want to give a big shout out to um, everybody at Raw Coco's, uh, Jim Savard and Reagan Hurst for having us over for their aftershock event. Yes, and we got to have a quick, uh, brief interview for a Code Extra on YouTube mm-hmm. with uh, Paul Jenkins and Joe Pruitt from Aftershock Comics. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome, awesome interview, on-the-spot interview. We did not know what to, like, what we going to ask these people. Like, let's just wing it. Yeah. And we end up learning a whole bunch of, a lot about these guys and about Aftershock. I'm literally going to start, like, subscribing to Aftershock Comics more often now. Nice. Because those dudes were just so awesome. So big shout-outs to them for that. And then um, on my end, I've been playing some Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Okay. That um, game is so dope. Nice. It's just as, it's probably just as good. I probably rank in between like two and three. Really? So far, I'm still like in the beginning stages. Okay. But and it's only like forty bucks. Hmm. And it's like a full fledged game, it's like ten hours or possibly. Okay. I'm still in the beginning. Ten hours? So you're yeah. playing the game for ten hours straight? Well, if no. You got that. Time, <laughs> well, knows I don't. well, not ten hours straight, but like like taken as a whole. Like if you like if you like play through the whole story, okay. it would average out to be ten hours. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got that kind of time. <laughs> oh, I mean, are are you a gamer by any chance? I I haven't found something that I like. Like I like my Tekken, I this like one. my Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, you know, fighting games. Love my fighting games. Okay. So, I just I just got him into Tekken. In what is just. it? Injustice? Mm-hmm. I want Injustice so bad. Yep. So, my man got it and he doesn't want to play with me. So, oh. cuz he knows that I'm highly competitive. Okay. So all the things you're not supposed to say to your man, all of that just comes out. So it's mm. pretty funny. So I'm pretty entertaining when we're playing a fighting game. I but I have it. not had a chance to get into them just yet. But give me time. Okay. I'll be there. That's what's up. That's what's up. And uh, yeah, so Uncharted. Anything else? Come and um, some genius. I'm trying to like share this onto like many uh, platforms right now. So uh, okay. excuse me, forgive me. But um, I some genius put every single song from. Our show on here, our topic on here, Insecure. Insecure. Mm-hmm. They put it on Spotify, so I've literally been blasting that in my car. Okay. Can't wait. 
Yeah, you, yeah, I'm gonna send it. Yeah, I promise. After and I'll send it to her. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've been on it. I like. I love. I love the music. It's like it's like age appropriate music. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So there's no no little yachties. I didn't come across Yo. any yet. No lot of yachties or Uzi Verts and I. It's just yeah. like age appropriate, like for. Grown people's hip hop. Yeah, probably like twenty seven and, and up. Twenty seven yeah. and up. Okay. So I can do it. just so, listening like I to the show by itself, like with the episodes and stuff, every song is like perfect for every moment that's going on. Like they really did a great job. Really Definitely. did. So um, I have my Lawrence moments while I'm just driving. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got some things to say about Lawrence. All right, later Yo, on. Lawrence is a god uh, amongst men. Right. Listen, are you are you are you hashtag Lawrence vibe? <laughs> Lawrence Hive. Yes, yo. Lawrence I'm Hive. Te- yeah, I'm Team Lawrence. Okay, first Since of all, first we're gonna have to break this down uh, later on because I want to tell you about this whole Issa Hive, Lawrence Hive. You, you gotta smash these hives, all right? Because we'll get to, we'll get to yeah, it. Yeah, we will get we'll to get it. To it. So we'll that's listen to much Vader for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Calling call me Vader. I mean, because I I know I'm I know I'm a Star Wars fan, but I mean. I mean, I'll take it as a compliment. Somewhat. You, are, you, say, you admitted that you're losing it. If there so. has ever been a fight on this show, you have been the leader of it. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just, d- d- I'm I'll, passionate. I'll take ownership in some of those fights. Yeah. I definitely will. I just happen to be passionate about some, you know, some of the time, you know. And see, Jelena agrees with me and says, Team Lawrence. If you was here, <laughs> high five to him. <laughs> All right, you know what? Y- y'all can have a stadium full of seats, but uh, keep, yeah, uh, anything and else? We will fill those seats. <laughs> <laughs> we, will, we will. So, but other than that, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Um, what's up? With, what's up with you on your end? Uh, what's up with me on my end? Well, uh, I managed to see uh, Stephen, the latest Stephen King film adaptation, It, uh, this past weekend, and uh, it was an it was an awesome movie. Uh, it was actually uh, the second uh, on-screen adaptation of Stephen King's uh, 1986 novel of the same name. Uh, it was originally, um, uh, I mean, it, you guys know uh, it as the uh, two-part miniseries, which came out in 1990 with uh, Tim Curry mm-hmm. as uh, Pennywise the Clown, that iconic performance. Creepy. Oh yeah, uh, this film it um, it's actually m- far superior to the uh, original miniseries. Is it because um, it's modernized, it's you know more. Uh, Updated, I guess. Uh, not only that, but also just better acting, just uh, better pacing, better it's direction. Trending too, like clowns are trending. Yeah, I think I remember last year there was like some random <laughs> clowns everywhere, so I think yes. that's gonna come back. Yeah, and they were all getting their asses kicked. Too bad, but you know, yeah. clowns were trending. I remember posting a meme saying like, "Some of y'all chicks need to chill with your makeup till we get this clown situation <laughs> figured out." <laughs> I mean, I see some chicks that look like Pe- Pennywise the clown. So, I mean. Ooh. I, I mean, <laughs> stunting too. Yeah, they is stunting. You can't tell them nothing. But what uh, about the little zigzag eyebrows and stuff? Yo, I've been mm. seeing that, that lately. Yo, stuff. what's the deal with? Them? I don't know. But I, I don't know. but I will say on the subject of Pennywise, uh, Bill Skarsgård, uh, he he plays Pennywise a clown in this uh, in this new adaptation, and he's every bit as probably a little more creepier than Tim Curry's performance because he's just straight malevolent. It's like when he just speaks and like. Just his eyes, like one is just like crooked, like one's looking at you and one's looking this way. Like there's some creepy chameleon action going on. He's like, hey, Georgie, you know, here's your boat. Take it. No, I'd be you'll like, I'm good. Keep the boat. I'm like, out. You'll float too. And yeah, he, he's just, oh my God. It's just like you just get the heebie-jeebies all yeah, over. Now it takes him. place in the uh, 80s, correct? Yes, it takes place in 1989. Okay, in the, good. Because if they show, if they, they can't make a, 2017 version of 
Stevie only King if they're fan. gonna like do the same premise as they did with like Saw. It still yeah. went like it went technical, you know, went on the internet and stuff like that, and he mm. sent you an email or something. Not in spam. Nope, wouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. wouldn't be no movie. It wouldn't be. It would be a trailer. Mm. You see, you see Pennywise in the gutter. Click, send. <laughs> Pennywise is arrested. Yeah. Movie over. Well, well, here's well, here's the thing though. It's like uh, Pennywise, like only the he only terrorizes young children, and none of the adults see him in the town, this fictional town of uh, Derry, Maine. And apparently, like there's a this like this whole curse or spell cast in this town where the adults don't see him at all, and the kids are all terrified by him. And it takes many forms, not just Pennywise, but also he assumes like the form of like your deepest darkest fear. So um, and there are and there are uh, some of the some of the main kids in the film. They're going through stuff that's even worse than Pennywise. So they have like two types of nightmares that they have to fight. Um, I will say that the the, the cast of the, of children that they that they cast were like uniform phenomenal, phenomenal, like uniformly great. Uh, the main character Bill, played by Jaden Lieberher, he was very good um, as the older brother of a uh, little Georgie who dies, who gets mm. killed by Pennywise at the, at the beginning Spoiler of the film. Spoiler alert! Well, it was in the be- <laughs> beginning of the film. Um, uh, Finn Finn Wolfhard, who you know as Mike from Stranger Things, he's in there. I was gonna say, I'm like, I knew somebody from Stranger Things. And Jelena says yeah. it was so bad, you should have stayed in. 1990. No, she did not like. She did not like. Wrong, wrong. (laughs) Anyway, it 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 is. I will say it is one of the best Stephen King film adaptations out there. Uh, Finn Wolfhard. I I love his. I love this. uh, His role as this foul-mouthed young kid. He kind of reminded me of myself when I was his age. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I knew you was a badass. Oh yeah, my mom taught me how to swear. But anyway, like. You know, it, <laughs> but it, it, I mean, I mean, the whole like the film is like two hours and fifteen minutes long. And two it's, hours wasn't the Titanic? No, Titanic was like four hours. Well, Titanic was three hours and fifteen minutes. Uh, How do you know the exact time of Titanic? I mean, Victor, listen, I just have a good memory. He is a he is a knows all says all. He knows it. I mean, I he mean, knows it. It's it's a it's a. What, gr- was, the, what was the time length of the Dark Knight? Uh, two hours and twenty minutes. No, twenty five minutes. All right. I just died a little inside. Yeah. Just I, I, I just have a good memory, <laughs> and, I, and I know. Film. What was the release date of Titanic? Uh, it was uh, December '97. <laughs> was it? He knows it. Yeah, it was. He knows it. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it was originally the year that we became friends. Oh, it was like it must have been like 2005. See, yeah. so I've known him longer than you. Jeez. Yeah, ah, but it's okay. I'll let yeah, him know. but but yeah, um, um, I uh, unlike so ignore Jelena's uh, you know review. <laughs> it. It 2017. It's a great horror film, perfectly paced, uh, uh, well directed by Anthony Muschietti, who also directed Mama. Um, it's a it's a great. That one looks creepy. Yeah, it's kind of like in association with like Get Out. Yeah. It's this, oh oh yeah, yeah. With the shock value, like nope, I'm mm-hmm. good. I'm gonna yeah. keep passing this town. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a great film. Listen, I'm in um, that town at least four times. A week. I'm in towns like that four times a week. Yeah, Shout out to everybody to in North Smithfield. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, but I, I say, you know, I recommend checking it checking out it or you will get it. Vader <laughs> <laughs> threat. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask this. Yeah. Now with the newest um season of American Horror Story with the whole like clown theme and stuff, which one hmm. do you think in comparison is gonna be more scarier? Hmm. You know what? I would I would say, you know, maybe American Horror Story. I'll you say are that. right. Yeah, because um, right. I've I've only I've only watched one season of American Horror Story so far, and that was The Asylum. 
the Asylum one. I know I need to get I need to get back on the. Uh, oh, he's a- behind us. He hasn't even watched Sons of Anarchy. I watched it's two okay, episodes. I. Yeah, I've watched two episodes. I tried but to. I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, I mean, I. But there's other shows that you'll just completely just kick me out for for not mm-hmm. watching. But you know, we're on that same page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, see, you're well, a Game I'm, of Thrones fan, so we yeah. we'll let you slide. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I'm not the only one. But yeah, check out it, and uh, I'll throw out an unofficial question of the week uh what is your favorite stephen king film adaptation let us know at codex prime podcast at gmail.com and uh the other thing uh that i was up to i watched uh, hbo's uh newest uh series the deuce you know i realized i was supposed to watch that yesterday but then i started playing uncharted and that was it well <laughs> i mean okay that's a fair excuse because uncharted is a great series but uh <laughs> But uh, The Deuce, uh, it's the uh, pilot episode, um, and it's uh, cr- uh, cre- co-created by David Simon, who created The Wire, and uh, George Pelicanos. And this, fil- <laughs> and, uh, this, uh, this show, The Deuce, it stars uh, James Franco, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Method Man. Um, is it Black Thought in it, too? Yeah, Black Thought, uh, Tariq Trotter, he plays a pimp. Is it like Method Man to my father or something? Um, no, that's The Breaks. Oh, the okay. Breaks. Yeah, Method Man, he plays a pimp with a perm. And Ooh. yeah, and hey, look, yeah, he looks very sharp. And uh, man looks good in everything. He does, and he's a he's a he's I'm a good specimen. Yeah, and uh, the Deuce, it's a it's a show which takes place in uh, in New York City, circa 1971, and it documents the uh, the rise of the uh, pornography industry. And uh, and James Franco, he plays two characters, two twin brothers, uh, Vincent and <laughs> Vincent and Frankie Martino. Uh, Vince, uh, Vinny Martino, he's a bartender who you know who's f- kind of frustrated with his life because his wife is cheating on him habitually, leaving the kids with his with his mom, with her mom rather. And so he decides one night, one day, to just pack up, just pack up, pack his bags, and just leave without saying goodbye, and just decides to focus more on his bar. And meanwhile, his twin brother Frankie owes money to every crooked, uh, shady mobster and loan shark There's throughout the city. There's somebody's brother who's like that. Yeah, and uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, a very interesting role. She plays a an enterprising lady of the evening, who decides to cut out the the middleman. Yeah, she wants to do porn on her own. She wants to start her own industry, right? Uh, in a way, like she's actually um she's actually a a, a hope independent hoe for hire. So she cuts out the pimp middleman. <laughs> And uh, there's great, great work, great, great work. <laughs> and Hashtag great word for hire. Yeah, so like, so, so, so Method Man's trying to, trying to get, you know, try to get her to, to join his stable of women's, and uh, he, and she says no, you know, I'm doing my own thing, and um, and she's a single mom with a, with a son who's uh, living with her own mom, and so she's just trying to hustle out there. And uh, meanwhile, you also have another pimp uh, played by uh, Gary Carr, who is this pimp named Cece, who instantly uh, gets this small town girl named Lori, who's fresh off the bus into his stable of women. Mm. And That's uh, usually how they go. Yep. Yeah, and he has a violent. I've seen Coyote Ugly. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but uh, really? he, no. <laughs> we actually had to watch that in class. <laughs> really? Yeah, our teacher. Our teacher. Shout out to Mr. Richardson. He made us watch that in class. Really? Why Coyote Ugly? I don't know. We watched, what was it, Great Expectations too. Like, we watched a lot of movies. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Man, you would have loved Mr. Richardson if you went to Hope. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we were, <laughs> so, yeah, um, uh, yeah, besides that, uh, he, he plays a pimp with a violent streak. And uh, yeah, the, the, the show is, the show is pretty terrific. It's got excellent production design. Um, it has that excellent look of the uh, 1970s New York, that gritty, grimy, just, just, Pimp, pimp infested. It's, it looks like, it looks like the type of New York that Travis Bickle from Taxi Driver would have just laid waste to. Ooh. 
because um, if you if you've seen the film Taxi Driver, uh, it's yeah, you know what I mean. Because New York was just a really skeevy place back yeah. in the day. But yeah, I rec- I'm good. I recommend checking out The Deuce. Uh, it's on HBO uh, Sundays at ten, so it's gonna you know fill that Game of Thrones void and insecure void. And um, it's an excellent we show. Got, we still got ballers for a little while. I don't watch that stuff. Um, I like The Rock, but I can't. I can't. He talks too much. I'm a bit. I'm a. Mm. I, I'm a football guy. Oh well, yeah. Honestly. And shout out to my Dallas Cowboys for being undefeated this. Oh, the, what? The season wait. hasn't even officially started. Yes, it did. You're already well, throwing yes, out undefeated. Yeah, we are undefeated. We want to know. Well, you, you got to forgive him. He's a he's a Cowboys fan. They haven't won anything since Bill Clinton was in office. So so give, give him. We that. won give him that many win. NFC no. East championships. All right. It's okay because yeah. there's a whole stadium where you can take all those shit. Yeah, <laughs> you can have all of them fill up the whole stadium because I doubt it's gonna be undefeated. I bet there. Oh, we're not gonna be undefeated. Let me, uh, don't take away my joy. <laughs> don't take away my joy. All right, I mean, we I, won this week. We won this week. I, and we beat the bricks out them Giants. So I mean, which is good. And Giants, yeah. And I'll tell you, uh, a football team that doesn't ha- that's not having a good week. The the Patriots they lost. Mm-hmm. They did. So they're going back Aren't to you a Patriot fan. My husband is. He oh. is a big time Patriots fan. Same. I just don't like him when he's depressed. <laughs> well, we'll talk. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I go with you know, yay, go team, you know, as just much as I can. <laughs> yeah, I'm a great cheerleader. <laughs> I mean, that's good, you know. But I mean, like the the Super Bowl last year, I literally could have had a coronary. It was a little much for me. It mm. really was. I shut my TV off, shut off all my lights in my house. I'm like, nope, nope, just don't talk to me, don't talk to me. And then one of my friends called me. He was like, check out the score, check out the score. It was like flipped mm-hmm. on its head, and I was like. Now I have to keep watching. Like, mm. I think I practically had a heart attack. It was a lot. Oh wow, that's yeah. Yeah. we that's don't need crazy. to that. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Yeah. So you know the Patriots with their uh, obnoxious uh, fan base, their infamous quarterback. You know, speaking of infamous, what? that's a nice segue. Uh, uh. <laughs> so uh, since you are the proprietor of infamous uh, denim and designs, uh, tell us about about your about your work and what you do and all that good stuff. Okay. Well, um, I am a young black female that didn't have money for school, so I tried to figure out a way to make fashion at an economical cost. So Mm. I decided to use some of my old denim jeans. I used to do it when I was a kid. Like when I was seven, I used to sew all my denim jeans together. Mm. They had like the ripped crotches. Girls, I know you you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I can relate. Your thighs rubbed together. Yeah. So (laughs) we've all had to go through it. So I saved a lot of my pants and I started making things and using every single essential piece of the jean from the waistband to the belt loops to the button fly to the zippers to everything. And I managed to come up with a collection that was upcycled and good for the environment. And I added some flair to it by bleaching it Mm. from one of my other, you know, hats that I wear, <laughs> mm-hmm. my textile formation. Nice. And um, I've been doing it ever since then. And um, maybe about a year and a half ago, I volunteered with Fashion Week RI. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was looking at some of the designers and I was like, I could do this. Mm-hmm. I was like, my stuff's good enough. Like okay. some designers, like this stuff might not have looked as finished as mine would, but I was like, I could do this. I was like, there's a need in the industry for what I'm doing. So I decided to promote a collection. I put down my money. I sewed up everything and often at night when I was sewing I was listening to your podcast so it was very helpful. Oh. <laughs> nice. That's what's up. High five yeah. there. Boom. Yeah, that's why you got the Vader thing. I was like Vader every time. <laughs> Vader. <laughs> yes. 
And um, it just managed to work out. I wanted it to be um, denim, upcycling, and avant-garde. Hmm. So that's what it turned into. And hopefully I can um, turn out another collection, all menswear, because hmm. guys don't get enough love. Hmm. So um, use my man as a model. Use any man. You're going to be one of my models, too. Uh-oh. Well, like a demo, you know. <laughs> but I have two um, other models who I absolutely adore. Jonathan and Destiny. I love you guys. You guys are my brand ambassadors. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to get things turned around. But with the passing of my mother, I've had to take a seat back. Mm. Um, but I'm still as inspired as I was before. So hopefully yeah, for the next season, I'll be up there. Yeah, and you mm. just had a show what, about a month or two ago? Yeah, July... Was it July? <laughs> I think July 6th, 16th. It was on the Sunday at the Superman building. And it was so much fun. Mm. So much fun. It was nice. actually open, the Superman building? Mm-hmm. That's where we had the show. I didn't look. Like, it was it, dope. It was really? so dope in there. Yeah. Mm. Even if it's been abandoned for like it a was year now? Awesome. Oh, it was awesome. You're going to have to look back at like the recap videos and stuff. They lit that place up. Like you uh, would yeah. never know. Like I, I didn't even know that it was like abandoned. It's been empty because they were using the other floors of the Superman building, not necessarily the, ne- not necessarily the main floor. Mm-hmm. So when we went in there, we had the main floor. So we had the whole runway. Everything was lit up in pink. Mm-hmm. And they had the lights on there. And then they had to drop the lights and put on like the, the luminescent lights for my stuff. So it was, it was cool. That's I was what's... nervous. I was nervous because I'm their backstage coordinator too. So mm-hmm. I'm like telling people, walk, walk, walk. And I had my headphones on, but I had to do it for my own people. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't look at them and tweak them. One model came out and was showing a lot more leg than I expected, but hey, it worked out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it just worked out. All of my models were phenomenal. Shout out to Donahue Models and um, Fashion Week RI. Can't wait to be there in October. I will be there, people. Um, right, and Jelena says, uh, black girl magic. Congrats, dog. Yes. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yes indeed. <laughs> Always black girl magic. Um, and I dedicated everything to my mother. Everything mm. to my mother. So if you see me wearing a little bit of purple, that's for her. Okay. Everything's for her. So, and she used to wear denim all the time. Mm. So I can Ain't say that she's that? like my front, my front line muse for all of this. But that's what I'm about. Been doing it since 2015, and I hope to expand on it. Uh, I got to get back. I got to bulk up some more, too, if I'm going to be mm. one of your models. Mm. All right. I'll yeah. just make sure you're not showing any skin. All right. I, perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So I see that uh, obviously denim is like your go-to like favorite fabric. Like it is. I can't use other fabrics. It's just it doesn't talk to me, which is weird. You know, mm-hmm. fabric talking. You know, eh, I'm weird. I'm crazy. Whatever. But any other designers know what I'm talking about. When something speaks to you, like if there's a game out there, you guys are. He's like, yeah, I don't know. But once you start getting playing the game, you're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. This game does this. Oh, there's some extra stuff. Oh, Tekken there's some extra code, right? Like, you never know what you're going to find. Little cookies, little Easter eggs. And stuff. You never know what you're going to find. Oh, so yeah. that's how I feel about denim. You never know what you're going to get out of it. Nice. The denim does what it wants, and I just follow the directions. Oh, yeah. So, so. it's like your canvas, so mm-hmm. to speak. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and I collect a lot of denim donations, so I try to make this as cost-effective as pros- possible. So. Yeah, if you right. guys got any denim that you want to get rid of, let us know. We will pass it. You know, we will collect it, <laughs> pass it on to a... Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, and you you mentioned designers. Are there any particular favorites uh, that you pay attention to or try um, to get ideas? Not necessarily. I usually look at um, their technique for how they make their clothes. I'm not really a big follower of any designers because 
they're using all different kinds of stuff. I can't really, it doesn't, like, my eyes don't see that. Like, I see, mm -hmm. like, the textiles. I see, like, I've been staring at this, whatever print this is on your table, the lace mm -hmm. <laughs> and stuff like that, and <laughs> the embroidery and stuff. I work at an embroidery shop, so I mm -hmm. see all these things. So that's, that's for me, that's what I see out of fashion. Like, I see different parts of it. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And any any big plans like for Infamous Designs, any other future shows or anything of the like? Not necessarily. Everything's like I take it as I go because mm. I don't know. I don't like to sell my stuff, and I do mean that because every single piece is like a child for me. I don't really, I, you know, I'm not giving away my kids, you know, or selling my kids. I will not sell my children. Um, <laughs> so a lot of my pieces are just going to stay in my house, I guess, or maybe I would hope to do an exhibit. I would like to mm. do that, like an exhibit of how denim is, is transformative. Okay. You know, so for me, that would be cool having like a, a live exhibit where people are wearing the clothes and they're moving in it and people can see like all the different aspects of denim. Like I have a back pocket dress. I have a, a collar of zippers, you know, I have a mm. waistband like off shoulder top, you know, so those yeah. different aspects. I would love to be able to show people the stuff, but not necessarily give it to them. Only a couple people have my pieces, and that'd be my sister Rose, and I'm making a jacket for the the owner of Donahue Models, and her name is Yemi, and mm -hmm. I adore her. So she'll be getting a personalized jacket, and nobody else will be getting anything like that. It's very hard for me to give away my pieces, so for me to give a piece of myself says a lot. Mm, indeed. And uh, and also, what would you say was like the most audacious project uh, or unique most unique project or challenging project that you've undertaken uh, thus far um, um making clothes for models i've never met hmm. okay so i basically have to go basically how you look how you look hmm. in my eyes and i just have a good eye for being able to fit people yeah, mm. I, I actually saw mm. from the last show that you had at the, at the superman building i actually knew a couple of those models but like Ray Hennessy yeah, was. I love uh, Ray. I love you, Ray. <laughs> you know, a big shout out to Ray. He just got married, but last yes, week. Yes, he did. Mm. Congratulations, Ray. Nice. I used to train with Ray. I actually used to train. I used to train with him back in my slave tech EPW days with Congo and all that. Oh, oh okay. Goodness. He was my savior. One of my models ended up getting food poisoning, mm. and he came to save the day. And he was just that face, his face. I just want to squeeze his. <laughs> and he's a he's just a fantastic person i saw him at stop and shop the other day he was like you're so cute i'm like no you're so cute and yeah that was our conversation <laughs> yeah no he's a good he's a good he's dude a his mom's was amazing too yeah yes mm. like they're, they're just awesome people and every single model that i had they were just so professional mm -hmm. so professional so shout outs to all of my models linda hosea mari oh lord no, I think that, tang um, Genesee, uh, Destiny, I already said, Jonathan, thank you for being part of my collection, Jonathan. I know it's your first time walking, and I appreciate you letting me have you be a part of it. Hmm. That's about it. Awesome. Yeah, hey, that's what's up. So, uh, yeah, where can they find uh, Infamous Designs? Well, right now I have um, my link on Facebook. I have a page on Instagram, and I'm currently working on my website. I kind of would love somebody to work on my website for me because <laughs> I really don't want to, but I know yeah. it's essential because I would like to maybe at some point, like in the near future, do a um, let me denimize your wardrobe. 
Okay. So if you have a certain garment, I can denimize it for you. Okay, okay. So, and, so uh, if you want a dress, I can denimize a dress for you. It's not guaranteed to look the way you want it to look. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it. It'll look good it. regardless. Yes. Yeah. But I can make an outfit that you like a dress or a shirt or anything. I can denimize it for you. And that's what I'm looking forward to doing. Maybe some customization. So. Awesome. And uh, Wildman Congo says, you need a big boy model. I am beautiful. All right. Bring it. <laughs> I'm taking all male models. So short, tall, thick. If you want to go by thick, big, muscular, big, thick, crazy looking necks, I got you. Hey, <laughs> hey there's, hey, there's, hey, hey, fashion, fashionability. Is that a word? Comes in every size. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes. Fashion fits all people. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So, yes, infamous designs. Uh, check it. Check them out, folks. Check them out. And uh, also, um, switching gears here, we do have two, two, uh, two headlines to touch on real quick in the geek world. Uh, you, speaking of Star Wars, uh, as you mentioned before, J.J. Uh, Abrams will actually be returning to the franchise. He'll be directing Episode Nine. Uh, he's actually replacing the original director. Uh, yeah, they, he said he wasn't going to do it, right? Or he wasn't going to be able to? Uh, so some type of headline about it. I know. Um, Colin Trevorrow, who was the original director, I think he was actually fired. Ooh. Yeah. Um, My bad. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Kathleen Kennedy replaced him with J.J. Uh, Abrams, which is a good choice because um, he did such amazing work with The Force Awakens. And in, in addition, uh, Abrams will be co-writing the film along with Chris Terrio, who also wrote the Oscar-winning film Argo, but also wrote Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. You can't win them all, folks. But I'm hoping episode nine will be the winner. You start the countdown yet? Uh, I did not start the countdown. I don't think I will start the countdown. I'll just wait. I'll just wait. I'll just wait until December. Early days of the podcast. He had. He was so amped mm-hmm. for episode for episode seven. Seven, right? Yes. Yeah, episode yep. seven. He started a countdown. The show started in like May yep. of that year. Yep. Twenty. The movie came out in December. Mm-hmm. And he counted dedication. down the days. I did. I really did. Was it worth it? <laughs> it was totally worth oh, okay. it. It was everything. We would talk about it. He would jump up and down. <laughs> and see, was like, I mean, hey, I mean, it was everything I, I wanted it to be. I needed it mm-hmm. to be. And I never thought we would get a sequel trilogy. But, you know, here we are. But, um, yeah. The way that you are feeling is not what you go through in the whole phase. Just just to touch on that. You're not going to uh, feel like that during the whole phase. Okay. Yeah, we will. <laughs> no. Be, I can't, oh, I can't wait we will touch on that. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm so yeah. And uh, the and the second headline here, uh, Daniel Day Kim, who was uh, featured on Hawaii Five O and Lost, uh, he's actually replacing Ed Screen in the Hellboy reboot film. Uh, Ed Screen uh, dropped out um, after um, concerns of whitewashing because Ed Screen was originally cast to play a Japanese American character, so he wisely stepped down, and the producers replaced him with Daniel Day Kim who will be playing uh, Major Benjamin Daimo, Daimyo, who's a character from the Hellboy comics. Um, even though uh, Daniel Day Kim himself is a Korean-American and the character is Japanese-American, you know what? Progress. Take it one day at a time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but good, but good, call, good, good call in the studio nonetheless. <laughs> but at least he had a voice in that. You know, like the, yeah. you know that the, he made a, a note to Peace not out, be part of it. You know, mm-hmm. of the whitewashing, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yes, uh, a show that is not whitewashed, on the other hand, we will get into HBO's uh, 
popular series Insecure. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um, created uh, by Issa Rae and Larry Wilmore. Uh, this show uh, has just concluded its second season this past uh, this past Sunday, with the episode titled "Hella Perspective." Um, we have so much to get into with this with this show. I have so much. I want to get in with uh, this this Issa Hive, Lawrence Hive, Molly Hive, Tiffany Hive. <laughs> What's wrong um, with Tiffany? <laughs> I, hold on. Um, spoilers. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yes, spoiler alert. So for those of you who have not caught up with Insecure, please put this episode on mute. Yes. Watch HBO's uh, Insecure in the uh, mm-hmm. while this is playing in the background. Then get back to us and uh, you know, you know, uh, and do that. But the uh, final episode is definitely something worth putting this on mute for. It yes. Really was. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, uh, Insecure, a show about, uh, you know, relationships and uh, pretty flawed and unlikable people me- messing up uh, episode by episode. Unlikable people? Unlikable people? Unlikable like, really? people? Uh, let, me, let me say, <laughs> let me say, I will say this, though. These, these, are, these are, I love the fact that these are three-dimensional characters, but the, mm. but the decisions that they make from episode to episode Come off. They come off as totally unlikable. And I'm like, what are you thinking? <laughs> like, like Issa Nobody's to perfect. Lawrence to Molly. Come on, dog. I mean, let's, let's start. Let's let, you know what. Let's start with Issa. Issa okay. D in the no, in the let show. Let him think. Cause, ahead, you know, we All gonna right. Throw some daggers. <laughs> let's talk about Issa. Let's talk about Issa and how she and how she, and her culpability in the dissolution of her of her relationship with Lawrence and her and her so called hotation. All right. This whole phase that that she willingly got herself into. Oh, oh, you know. Oh, I'm all about these dudes getting on my hostation, getting in my lineup, and yet she is not about that whole life, folks. All right, that's the point. Who is <laughs> about the whole, whole life? life? Like who who goes to the deli and be Shut like, up. I'm going to take a ticket for the whole life? Nobody does that. But when you fall off and you mm. need to get that hoe out of your system, you go hoe up. Like everybody does. Maybe not everybody, <laughs> yeah. uh, but. You usually will go through a whole rotation to get that out of your system. That's just how it goes. Well, I, I, I don't... Maybe you don't like the term hoe. Well, maybe not so much... Well, it's, it's not that. I mean, it's, it's the fact that... I mean, I can, I can understand... There's a, there's a difference between like being sexually liberated, which I'm all for, but also uh, un, you know, exercising it in a way that's self-destructive and in a way that... Mm-hmm. Doesn't really help your cause. Doesn't really help you move forward from. So what's the difference between through? a guy doing it and a girl doing it? Because guys hold up on the regular. Absolutely, absolutely. But if it's not girl. spoken about, it's okay, and and, and it's it, not considered a hotation. But the mm-hmm. fact that Issa brought it up, it makes you get a negative view on her because she is a woman and she is a black woman. So do not liberate yourself in thinking that she's degrading herself because she's not. It's the fact that there's a double standard. Because if you was throwing out, oh, I'm a, I'm on my hotation, I got this bitch, and I'm a cop up this hoe and stuff. You know, there'd be so many guys on here be like, yo, get that man, get that while you can, get those thoughts, you know, thought, 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 all that mm-hmm. stuff. But like the fact that she's putting it out there and you get to hear these intimate conversations is gonna lead you to believe that it's just disgusting, it's degrading. But at the same time. It's her doing it, and you mm-hmm. doing it, so you well, can't take personal offense to it. Mm-hmm. Well, and, <laughs> okay, 
What is this poetry night? Doing this? No, I had to do it. I had to. It just seemed, it just and, seemed appropriate to do that. And 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 I absolutely agree. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, and it does and it does speak to the double standards of of you know society, the patriarchy, and all of that. Um, I I wasn't I wasn't gonna I wasn't trying to imply that you know Issa's hotation was disgusting because she's a woman, mm-hmm. but I was gonna say on the flip side, it was also. I was also going to put Lawrence on blast for mm-hmm. also going through his hotation, even though he didn't put a name to he it. Was because though. that, but also Jelena's loving you, right? She said she's giving me life right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I will say that with with I will say that with with, with Issa in Issa's case, though. I mean, I mean her her and her and Lawrence, they were both on on the same on the same level in terms of like how awful they were they were going about their thing. But with Issa, the fact that she was um, also she was also being very wishy-washy with her former flame, uh, Daniel. Mm-hmm. I think they were childhood friends, I believe. Oh, I don't something know. Like, yeah, it was yeah. something like that. They, they knew each other for like, a minute. Yeah, yeah. Like high yeah. school, I guess. Like, like the fact that she would also tre- put him in his lineup, but also kind of in a way string him along and also treat him a little disrespectfully. Like in a way that, oh, you know, I'm not about, I'm not looking for a relationship. And to and to, and to be fair, Daniel said the same thing, mm-hmm. but you could tell Daniel really wanted more. Yes. But Issa was also was also treating him like it was just another dude in, in, her, in her lineup. Right. But she did also mention hotation way before this happened. <laughs> so when you in that hotation, you in that lineup. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you in the lineup. He right. knew what he was getting into. Right. He and was already put on the back burner from the last hotation that he didn't even know she was doing. Yeah, you know, and 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 you know, I mean, and I, and I will say with and, and with Lawrence, mm-hmm. Lawrence, I mean, he was just, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm, 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 I'm have to drop <laughs> some f bombs. Lawrence, Lawrence was a fuckboy in, in this whole series because like because no, the whole thing. That's a whole let me say something. Said, that's no. a whole Lawrence, said. Lawrence, Lawrence was a fuckboy to he the was fullest. Worse than a fuckboy. That's what it was. Well, because a <laughs> Lawrence did his thing. Because I I can understand Lawrence Laur- didn't do anything. I mean, I can I, I can yo listen first season. First season, mm. he sat on her damn couch. Hold on. No. Your, your, your first mi- season. <laughs> no, listen, listen. First season, all right? He sat when on he, that couch. Yo, when he, found, when he found out that Issa got smutted down by by Daniel. Mm-hmm. What he stepped. He stepped, which is what you're going to do. Yeah, but guess man. what? If he was handling his obligations as a man, she wouldn't have had a chance to go and hoe out. Correct. Cause but, I'm sorry, I don't have that problem. But <laughs> but, but yeah, <laughs> awesome. But but Lawrence, you mean? I mean, he wasn't just a bum sitting on the couch. He was trying to get his. He was trying to find work. He was struggling with depression. He wasn't for not trying work. to find work. He was trying to get his business, business idea up. Yeah. And the fact that it was failing was mm-hmm. making him a failure. And then she had to pick up the slack for both of them. Just like she said, spoiler alert: at the end of the final episode on season two, mm-hmm. she said that, and she said that she still loved him, but she could. And love him enough for the both of them, and right. that's the problem with relationships when you're loving more than you're getting. Mm. So, in their circumstance, it wasn't gonna work, even though I like that little flashback at the end where she thought he was gonna propose this stuff, and he just that, 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 that was yeah. touching, that was touching, yeah. It like, was. It, I, I like, I actually loved the way that because it mm-hmm. was just to me, I'm all about peace. It was so peaceful the way they like the way that the season ended, how mm-hmm. they just like, like, okay, like at the dinner party. You know those heated words were exchanged because you know yeah. they were pissed off at each other, but there's oh, yeah. still feelings there. Mm-hmm. That's why you know they just lashed out. Then you know when she when he came by, they grabbed all the stuff and all that, and they just kind of just broke down, just let it all out, and they just mm-hmm. ended on a peaceful note. I like that. Yeah, yeah I think that that's a, a respectful way of letting things in 
you know, cordially, you know, because obviously they were still building up on the, the bullshit they were dealing with in their relationship, which they're no longer in a relationship. So mm-hmm. and they're bringing all of that shit to other people, which is yeah, not fair. That is true. And 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 before I get into that, I really like the the line where Lawrence uh, himself admitted his his culpability in the breakup where he said that, you know, I realize sometimes that I set these expectations for myself and I shut down if they don't you know go my way. And he apologized to Issa for saying that, you know, I'm sorry for not being who you expected me to be and who I expected me to be. And to me, that that kind of hit me hit me in, in the feels because... That's coming of age right there. Yeah. Sure. And that, I've been there. Yeah. And, and like, because cause it was like... It was like, because you, you understood, the, like, yeah, he was going through depression. And Issa, and to, and to be fair, Issa said that she didn't know how to deal with that because like, her, her response was like, you know, you know, I depended on you to be better for both of us, but I didn't even know how to do that for myself. Oh, you did some mm. rewinding, didn't you? I, I did. <laughs> um, and, and But that's why the show is called Insecure. These are all the things that you're dealing with, but it just happens to be a black girl dealing with this. So things aren't going to mm-hmm. always look so, you know, black and white in these situations. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that they were able to squash things because that's not really a reality. Yeah. If you really want it, I'm, mm. I'm sorry, there are a lot of rough ends that are out there some people don't know how to end relationships some people don't know how to break up like i think that's Mm. more of a training that we need more than anything how to break up how to be an adult Mm -hmm. a lot of people aren't dealing with that so when they first got into the relationship because they were together so long they were so comfortable yeah and she got so comfortable with him being a bum you know Mm. that he got so comfortable with her taking care of everything and they were neither speaking about it. Nobody was getting their satisfaction out of this. Great that they had sex, but are you really fulfilled? Right. Yeah. And and also like their because of their dissatisfaction, like when they tried to move on by rebounding with other men and women, they ended up hurting them in the end. Yeah. Like for example, that's why I said earlier that Lawrence is a fuckboy because he strung Tasha along. You know, who was very supportive of him, although she came at him a little too thirsty. Like there was one part where he was working yeah, at the Best was. Buy, and she had her her memories yeah. out. He all... had her tits out every single Singles? scene. Yeah, every like scene. even at the like, bank, how you going to the ga- the bank mm-hmm. and you serve and change and change. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it's like it's like good, it's like I, I hope you find a good job, Lawrence. Best of luck. And it's like she was she yeah, was she, she was, was throwing it. She, she Tasha it. Tasha was the cousin Faith of Insecure. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call her cousin Faith because she was not that tri- she was not trifling at all. She like, wasn't, but she knew what she wanted, and she was she was a she shark. She was gonna get it. She was a shark, Hot but shit. at the same time, she couldn't deal with the she fact was. that she what you get is what you get. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go to McDonald's, just expect what you're gonna get from McDonald's. You're gonna see McDonald's later. You know, mm-hmm. Lawrence was Lawrence. Every single day she saw him, she yeah. did the same thing that Issa did. She expected more of him, and he couldn't even do that for himself. Yeah, and and the fact that like he did her dirty by uh, going showing up to the her bar- her family's barbecue, and then he mm. dipped out for a flimsy excuse to go to his uh, workplace's mixer. He wasn't ready. Yeah, he wasn't ready for that adult <laughs> situation, yeah. and she was forcing it. She was forcing yeah. it, and and plus I could I could see like a I've little. Been gu- I've been guilty of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I have. Yeah, and plus I can see like a little classism between Lawrence and Tasha because like you could tell mm. it's implied that Lawrence is perhaps more educated, perhaps than Tasha is. And but at like, the same time, he was unemployed when she met him, and she was working at the bank. You know how hard it is to get to the bank. I bet it's difficult. It's very difficult. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a hard job to keep. Yeah, Jelena, yeah, sorry, Jelena says she just wanted him so she can walk right into that heartbreak. Mm. She wanted him. Yeah. He he looked good. But the bite wasn't as that as good. It just wasn't as good. Yeah, he bit back, so it's not good. 
he did and although like to to be to be fair like you know i was i mean very early on in the season like in season two like the first episode i i was on the lawrence hive you know because when i saw lawrence you know and, and tasha oh. spending time together we'll just sanitize that you know i was like i was <laughs> like i mean when i mean yes gonna be yes when 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 <laughs> all right when we're gonna get ratchet in this one. when 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 lawrence was when lawrence was on his was when lawrence was in his john witherspoon mode like bang 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 you know like he was i was like i was clapping it up for my boy i'm like yeah that's what's up that's my boy that's my boy right there you know but yeah, he had some nice moves whatever yeah that, oh yeah when he left the best buy shirt Behind. Oh, that, that, that was, was classic. Yes, I had to clap on that one. I had to clap on. That. I was like, "That's some classic." <laughs> yes, the mic drop moment. Right yes, there. it was. He was like, "I'm better than this, and you, I'm out." Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then uh, Lawrence. Uh, I mean, I will say for for Lawrence, even though he's such a such a moron at times, he has some luck with women. Like. Not, not 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 long after Tasha that thing fizzled out, he looks he looks into a threesome with two women but, who fetishized him. Okay, that, hold up, let me hit this one because go ahead, because <laughs> that one bugged the shit out of me. I I, honestly, I'm gonna be like this. I was like Lawrence's boy. Mm-hmm. If I had if I had Lawrence's if Lawrence was my boy, I would have sent him that same Jerome gift with him like dancing and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I would have done the same thing. But at the end of that, he was still empty. So yeah. what did you get out of that? You were able to have intercourse with two. Technically one. Oh, yeah, because he, <laughs> he didn't finish. He didn't finish. Yeah. But oh, we don't know what transpired before that. That might have been like run number three for him. and He might have just had an empty gas tank. You know, he mm. can't. That is true. So is we true. don't know how that all transpired. But with him, the fact that he still ended up back at the dunes, he's still losing. Still mm. losing. What did you win out of that? Those bitches don't want you. <laughs> That's true. They were. They <laughs> he were. Lost. He lost. He lost. You got free look out of him. You got free look in and nut out of him. Yeah, but but well, think about it. He couldn't even appreciate the nut. Because nah. they completely <laughs> like emasculated him. Yeah. Like oh well, the last guy we were with, and you know mm-hmm. they were hunting for for black dick. Yeah, know? they were hunting basically. for their for their man dingoes and whatnot. Yes, yeah. basically. So when they were looking for him, he just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. A lot of you mm-hmm. dudes might think that he was winning, but he didn't win. No. If you ended up back at the dudes, you didn't win. It was a te- mm. it was a temporary one. It was no. a moment. No. It was a moment. No. I mean, it d- it does show that you know, no matter how good or how tantalizing the sex is, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a physical feeling if there's no. You know, emotional investment behind the thrusting. You know what I mean? <laughs> thrusting. <laughs> hey. <laughs> the way I see it is that just because it looks good in a porn video doesn't mean the reality matches up with the fantasy. Because his it okay. didn't match up. It didn't mm. match up okay. at all. And he yeah. still, it, you still ended up back at the dunes, dude. Lawrence, you ended up back at the dunes. Yeah, he certainly did. I mean, he wanted he wanted some more Issa because she's reliable. She wouldn't have done that to him. Even well, even in his fragile state, she mm. never would have emasculated him like they did. That's true. And it wasn't just one chick; it was two. Yeah. And then they snorted coke afterwards <laughs> while he's laying there, all emasculated and like naked and fragile. Like, yeah, yeah. you know this other guy. We should call it like really. Mm-hmm. You guys talk about takeout like that, like. Yeah, you just fucked him all up. <laughs> yeah, I thought. I mean, luckily it didn't turn into like a get out situation because I was, oh. I was, I was, I was so scared of her. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know. Like those type of situations when they happen, you gotta be worried. Just black men disappearing. Just... Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah last place. thing we need is Lawrence in the sunken place. He's I'm still <laughs> cheering for Lawrence though. Mm-hmm. I'm still cheering for him because he can bounce back. Well, I, I he was can. Say- 
I will say he. He'll, I'm optimi- you know I'm optimistic. Of course. Um, I will say that Lawrence will bounce back. I mean, I will say that like of all the characters, I say that Lawrence has has the most potential. Has the most has the biggest likelihood to grow. I think he had the most growth at the end of the episode. Mm. I will tell you somebody who doesn't have any growth whatsoever, and I can't stand this woman. Let's talk about Molly Carter. I love Molly. I don't like Molly at all. Okay, Vader. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. That was some shit. Because it got dark. <laughs> I mean, I will say because Molly, she she does not she didn't she did not learn a single goddamn thing by the end of this se- season but she Joe learned apparently she fine. learned her father cheated <laughs> first Joe of all she learned her father fine. cheated on her mother first of all first of all i think it's, I think we can have a consensus here that Dro is bullshitting her when he says that he's in an open marriage Candace, oh yeah definitely Candace don't know what goddamn definitely. thing was going on and when she finds out oh she's going to cut a bitch <laughs> I hope so. And she doesn't uh, want to join. That'll be like some weird stuff. Like she's yeah. been sharing her man, but not the relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't do that. That. Mm-mm. I mean, nope. I mean, I mean, well, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. There's, there's one person I do in Molly's situation. There's one person I do. I do feel for. Who? And that's Lil Ray. Oh, Quentin. Yeah. Yes. Like he genuinely liked her. Yeah. He but he wasn't the one. Like you can't just, you can't just pamper every nice guy. No, okay, right, but she was like, not looking for no nice guy. He just because you fit the shoes doesn't mean you could walk the walk. Mm. He was really yeah, he was nice looking. He was just too nice. Too nice? How is he too nice? Too nice because he was uh he was very much a gentleman, very much, you know, respectful for her parents. You know, he's a guy you could take to the party and show your parents. Just like every guy's got that girl you could bring home to mom, you know. Yeah, mm. my mama like her, but I'm gonna fuck that thought over there later on, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he was just that guy. He was just, he was approvable. Mm-hmm. He would pass approval. That's it. That's as far as it went. You know, but there was no, there was no life. There was no passion in their relationship. That's why when he put his arm over her shoulder, she was like, yeah, like stop touching and she me. Called me ho- mm-hmm. She called him, ho- called him homie on the de- at the date. Yeah. I know how that is. No, oh, up, yeah, definitely. Up. Maybe I'm thinking about the other guy, the one that went to her parents' um, re- oh. Uh, renewing of their vows. That yeah, guy. yeah, it was it was, um, it was another guy. I forgot, I forgot his, I forgot his name. name. But he see, really... see, he was so nice you forgot who he was. See? <laughs> well, right there. Well, that's because I didn't know who. If I would have knew who the actor well, was, I probably would have called him by the actor. Yeah. Well, he was, but he was on uh, on paper. He was on Molly's level because he was also like a working professional. I think he was also a but lawyer. But she didn't even get his yeah. profession right. She's like, yeah, he's in. I think he was mortgages. like in marketing or something said, like that. She said yeah. marketing. He's like mortgage broker. She's like, mm-hmm. yeah, mortgage broker. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I got, I gotta say, like, you know, at, at least, at least Quentin, you know, got some. I mean, because yeah. so you know what? But Good for him. That was a breakfast club question too this morning too. And when they said, uh, can you? Because Mo- Molly really wasn't attracted to him. She wasn't. So they was like, no. can you actually have sex with somebody that you're not attracted to? Uh, of course you can. You could. Yeah, you can because well, superficial. I mean, I, I mean, not I, even superficial. I think she was just, you know, patting him on the back. Like, there you go. You yeah. get a win for today. 
I mean, I, I, I will, I will say that you know, I, I kind of empathized with uh, Quentin in that situation because mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, that's I, where I, all that hatred is right there. Because, yeah. well, <laughs> well, no, no, got well, turned out and then not gonna go nowhere. Well, no, oh, no, 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 it's, it's that's that has nothing to do with my with my animosity towards Molly. <laughs> okay. although, although I will say that I do empathize with Quentin because I was in that situation before where ah, where I, I had been in that situation where, plenty times where <laughs> you were where there there was there was a lady that I was friends with and um. You know, that I was friends with for a number of years and, you know, but I was firmly placed in the friend zone for all that time. I, I wanted I wanted it to be something more and she did not. And it really crushed me. And I eventually moved on. So I'm glad you moved on because I just laughed at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not because of your story, because it's it's the same story for a lot of guys. It's the same story for a lot of girls. You get in that friend zone and they be like, oh, where are you going? What do you mean, where am I going? Were you trying to get out that friend zone? You better get back in that friend zone. <laughs> you know, and that's that's what this culture has developed, a friend zone, which is mm. a horrible place to be. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I can't even tell you how many times I've been friend zone, but it's okay. That was mm. back in the day before there was a friend zone. So, mm-hmm. you know, just wasn't interested. You know, it was always there. It was always there. It was always there, but it just didn't have a time. I don't think it had a name. Right. Yeah. It was, really it was just name. more like you were like a fallback. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. 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 Like you were a backup a replacement or a filler. Yeah. Like, like, like to like, you know, to take a, a phrase from a uh, Patrice O'Neill, the late great Patrice O'Neill, R.I.P. You know, he he had a he had a, a podcast called the Black Phillips Show, and uh, there was a caller who who was in that same situation where he was in place in the friend zone, and um, yeah, and he said, <laughs> and Patrice O'Neill said that you know what uh, you know you know you know what you are because he was talking to the to the guy who called in who was friend zone. He said that mm-hmm. this this woman, your friend. You're, you're not her friend. You are her time hoe. Mm-hmm. Because what what what's the number one resource that women take from a guy? Their time, and the same goes for women too. Mm-hmm. So you were her you were her time hoe. You were her go out to the movies hoe. Go out to have dinner hoe. Yeah. Go watch movies in my house hoe. And never get a piece. <laughs> yeah, and, and never get a piece. You were her male company mm-hmm. hoe. And, and and you know platonic friend the platonic yeah, friend platonic <laughs> friend and and where she, yeah and while she's crying on your shoulder talking about all the other dudes who are doing her wrong mm-hmm. you're always there yeah and you're too uh, convenient you're convenient yeah. yeah and 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 that and that really spoke to me I was like man I was this this unnamed friend's time former friend's time ho mm-hmm. and, and I felt for Quentin mostly everybody has had one like I've had a few. You know, they just fill the void until you can find something that you actually want to waste your time on. Mm, indeed. Mm-hmm. And but but at least at least, you know, unlike my case, Quentin had some for but what is it was going to get any more. Like he might Pro- think that this is going further. I think probably not. Be, yeah, he, I th- yeah she, play, he, she is playing the mind games, but mm-hmm. it's a possibility. I don't. It, if he's just at that convenient time, are, are we giving Quentin a possibility? I don't know. I, I think he might fade into the background. Yeah, and you know what? I, and you know, I'll go so far as to say this: I think Quentin is too good for Molly. I think he's too That's good for you Molly. Hate Molly because you because hate Molly. Molly because Molly, Molly she has reminds him of the other woman because <laughs> because because Molly has all these all these high standards that she that she looks for in a man, and there's nothing wrong with having high standards, but she does it in a way where where she's unreasonable, where she shuts out other, where she shuts out good dudes just because they're not you know on her level, perhaps educationally, perhaps professionally, like like for example, in the first season, there was this really good dude that she was dating named Jared, who was oh who yeah, was, I remember Jared. Yeah, he was a, he was a good dude. 
and like he was working at Enterprise when a car. He was getting his nine to five on, you know, was mm-hmm. get, pay, getting his bills paid. Sure, he did, he only graduated high school. He didn't go to college, but so what? He was a smart dude. He had a good head on his shoulders, and him and Molly had really good chemistry together. And he even and she even introduced him to her friends. And he could have been easily intimidated. And her friends are unlikable as fuck. Kelly, Tiffany, I love them all. Bougie, <laughs> different. I would, just just I just. Call, I wouldn't the, say they're bougie. Tiffany. Okay, t- Tiffany is kind of bougie. I, uh, no, she's not kind of. No, bougie. she. She's. <laughs> okay, the, yeah. You know no, the song she is. Bad the, and bougie. The, 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 that song was about her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, m- m- more on her later. Yeah. But, but you know what? And and and. She had ratchet moments though when they went to Malibu, in the first season. She had a little ratchet moments. You know? <sighs> yeah, well, well, but she was more. She's more bougie. Tiffany, especially like at the dinner party, that was a little too much. I will say this: she Tiff- was extra with it. Yeah. You know what? T- Tiffany, t- Tiffany is just a bougie broad. But anyway, um, uh, uh, anyway, but 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 yeah, like, she, like that, that could have been an, e- an easily intimidating situation. But Jared held his own, and you know he proved that he could you know hold his own amongst these you know these well-to-do, well-educated, upper, upwardly mobile bougie folk. Mm-hmm. And 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 then like things were going well until, and and this is why Molly's. Well, this is one thing. Another thing I don't like about Molly. Molly's as a goddamn hypocrite because she talked when they were having dinner at, at her place or her place right she was talking she did she she disclosed like a, a, a gay experience that she had when she was in college and and then jared talked about a gay experience that he had now but then he fa- oh. yeah <laughs> he said that he said that he, the double standard the double yeah. standard double standard he said that he said that the, he said that there was one time he he received fellatio from some other guy and then he that's when he realized that, okay this gay thing is not for me it's cool if you, it's cool if you are but hey i'm i'm, a, I'm, I'm heterosexual yeah and that just shut her down completely, and he she, he just kicked her, to, kicked him to the curb. Mm-hmm. And well, that's that was her hard limit. That's all that that was. Because think about it, Dro's married. That's not a hard limit. Yeah, you can you can <laughs> so so he means something. Think- he could he could sleep he could sleep with some married wo- some married woman's man, but just because guy had because uh, some guy had one gay experience. Oh, oh no, never mind. Nope, not having that. That's you think it's the thrill, the, the way thrill that- just to get like, just to sleep with a married man? No, you think? I mean, come on. They hit, when they went to the dinner party, like they really snuck, they snuck one off in the part at the. That's because the it was the fact that he was gushing over his wife. That's just jealousy. That's just jealousy. That's tit for tat. That's mm. what that is in woman world. Tit okay. for tat. Yeah. Yeah. So with the whole Jared thing, I would have to say I would have declined from him too. You know, like not to say that there's anything wrong with you do sexually, but there's a certain thing you just keep to yourself. I mean, but that's I don't I don't think that's fair. Would you to judge a woman if no. it was the same thing? No, double no, standard. Double standard. Because guys standard. live for that. Chris. No, well, <laughs> it's it's not it's not that we live for it. I mean, I mean, look, lo- love. Uh, there's such, there's such a thing as sexual fluidity. You know, I mean, as long as it's as long what as. What happens it's, if a girl that you wanted to date was like, yeah, I used to be like a bottom. A bo- like. Hey, hey! You know what? Hey, I, 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 I don't, I don't judge. You know, I mean, hey, it's like, well, hey. What happens if like people she started to run with just started to pop up? Like, yeah, let's that go to the dark a- lady and go meet some of my friends and stuff like that. Like, like that she, would be awkward as hell. Wait, if she was not, not to say that anything is wrong with any of this. I love uh-huh. all of it, but in my own personal relationship, I know what is a hard limit, and I know what I can deal with. Mm-hmm. And that's something I probably personally wouldn't be able to deal with. So it would have to come about what can you deal with. But sometimes mm. that stuff goes a little further than you think it does. 
Now, even though they give you that little breadcrumb, mm-hmm. next thing you know, you'd be like, well, yeah, you know that whole back row? Yeah, I screwed all of them, but I still love you. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. Okay. Those little breadcrumbs can turn into, you know, like nuclear explosion. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, like if she if she had, like, a whole, like, roster of, no, like... No, like, if he had a whole roster. Oh, oh if he had a whole roster of, like, women and all... Mm, yeah, then... Not e- men. Or, or men. Yeah. Then see, see how your head tilts a bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, in 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 either in either case, it, or, it might be or, a hard limit. Yeah. Or both. Okay, okay, okay. Now I see what you're saying. Yeah. That would be a hard limit because mm-hmm. it's like, well, that means, yeah. that mean that kind of speaks to maybe your lack of you know standards or yeah. not being not being I don't know selective enough. <laughs> but or if there's an application process. You know? Yeah. Then then yeah, that's, I would. That's yeah. the way I see it. But okay. I don't like. I think she was just thinking that. Felatio meant gay, meaning that he might be gay and that she doesn't want to deal with anything that's associated with gay, you know, mm-hmm. like it, it would just turned into gay. Okay. In the African American community, some people might not like the way that that looks if you are heterosexual. Yeah, you know? but and, and that but that also speaks to and this and speaking as a fellow black person here, mm-hmm. like this also speaks to that um that, you know, ridiculous, you know, that rampant like black homophobia in the black community which mm-hmm. is so retrograde. Even in 2017, like I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's still a big thing now as it was back then, but I don't know. I think it's more of a worrisome thing for women that are looking for men that have not had the you know have not indulged. Mm. That's hard to find. Well, I mean, especially on there's a lot of guys on the DL, and they will mm. not tell you that you know it's mm. that that breadcrumb stuff I just was talking about, mm-hmm. and a lot of women worry about it, especially down south. Like you don't know what you're gonna find with some of those guys on the DL, you know. Well, and and, and to be fair, uh, would there be uh, would the DL community, as it were, for lack of a better word, be so pervasive if people were more open and more accepting and understanding of you know homosexuality and you know f- sexual fluidity? Well, that's like that's just the African American culture. A lot of that stuff is like deep rooted inside of you, and you don't you don't open that box unless you have to. It's usually mm-hmm. in a dark room in a musty little spot or whatever hole yeah. in the wall, and mm-hmm. that's when you can be yourself or what you think you can be, because it's we've always mm-hmm. been taught to you know it's it's not how you were bought you know man and woman. It says it in the yeah, Bible, man yeah. and woman. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. Adam and the rib, you know, all that stuff. (laughs) You know, see? See? Mm. So, like, you're not being taught those things. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not part of your religion. Because a lot of us were very religion folks, you know. We went to church with our moms or our grandmothers or Mm -hmm. our aunties. You were sitting in that church, bored, sleeping. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, those are things that are integrated into your system, integrated into your lifestyle. Yeah, which which is uh, which is yeah, which which is unfortunate in in many respects. And thankfully, there are some of us who got out of that you know religious sunken place. But yes. uh, but um, you know, it's 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 it's, a, it's such a sadness. And you know, I'm I, I I will say Molly is is a hypocrite for that. You know, for doing Jared dirty and also mm-hmm. for having such ridiculous high standards and for not going to therapy. Well, she you had know. to. She did was, go to therapy. She, she was. Well, who was the actress who went to who who played the therapist? Yes, who is she? She looks oh. so familiar. She does look a her. lot of movies. She does look familiar. Um, I think like, she was in like maybe was she was she in the Matrix maybe? No, no, I don't think that her. was her. no because the Matrix was played by um, the mother from Beach Street, Gloria Stewart. Well, because because it, it was two oracles. If you're talking about the oracle, yeah, there was a the first one and then the the one that took over afterwards. Yeah. Right? 
Um, I like the first one. She reminded me of, like, my grandmother and stuff. Like, I think that was the whole point to it, you know, homely. You mm-hmm. know, you're safe here, you know. That's why she had, like, all the little kids and stuff. Yeah. How we segue in the major. Oh, yeah, that was my fault. That was my fault. But, <laughs> but, but, yeah, like, her therapist gave her some good advice. Like, you know what? Mm-hmm. How about instead of, instead, of, instead of focusing on the should, focus on the could. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I thought she was going to make some progress. Maybe not necessarily with Quentin, but at least maybe take her standards down a notch. You know, in the sense that, you know, not every guy is going to be that perfect 10. Is not going to hit all your check marks being college educated, being upperly mobile, being, you know, upper middle class? You know, there might be some dudes who may meet one of those check marks or none of them at all. But they may be good. They may have, may have good chemistry. And, you know, Molly, like, she just keeps getting in her own way. And the fact that she's so willing to be Dro's concubine, mm-hmm. being banged out in the bathroom. And Dro even told her, hey, uh, you, you mind hanging back in the bathroom? Because, you know, I don't, mm-hmm. I, don't want, I don't want my wife thinking that we're together and all this. Yeah, really? that should have been a clear sign for you, Molly. Like, yeah. Sorry, it, I'm nobody's fallback. <laughs> yeah. So, as, so Molly, I, I can't with her. Girl bike. Have a seat. <laughs> yeah. I still... I still like Molly just for her dedication and her relationship with Issa. I think oh, that yeah, that's you probably can't, you can't. the that's only like friendship relationship. Mm. Yeah, that's that's girl code right there. Like you want somebody who's gonna have mm. your back like that. Like their their last night and stuff like that before she went over to what was it, Daniel? Was it Daniel? Yeah. She's like, I'm sleeping on the couch. I know you are. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Her name is Denise. Okay, the therapist is Denise Dows. She played. She was in coach. She played the principal in Coach Carter. Ah, okay. Okay. I, right. I I haven't seen Coach Carter. You have never seen? Co- wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll I'll put that on my list. But um, but uh, but I I will say uh with with Molly I, I what I do like about her is that she knows her worth professionally because because her 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 Did all white. Did you see firm that was, shit about them giving her that fucking that, award? <laughs> yeah, that that kindergarten ass. I rising was star. like, there's a fucking gold star on the gold <laughs> star. That, award. That's what that. Wow. Rising I was star. like, are you? Fucking shitting! Me? It wasn't even framed. framed yeah. It was a piece. Of, it was a yo. It was a kindergarten diploma. But it the was. fact that those three even my kindergarten diploma wasn't men, cardboard. Like mm-hmm. the fact that they thought that that was appropriate mm-hmm. for her worth shows how much of like a pay scale scale level that we have to deal with as women as and, and as black women. Yes. We are not paid equally. We're not respected equally, and we're dismissible. Mm-hmm. It's some bullshit. Yeah, and it, yeah, it was like they were way out of touch. Like you could they tell, really was. Yeah, she should just hooked up with Quentin and be like, "Now give me that job for what I want." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, why not? At least you're gonna be with people who are gonna actually treat you with appreciation yeah. versus these people who are showing you that you are expendable because you're worth a fucking gold star award. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 there was she like she should have wiped her ass with that and been like, "Thanks, <laughs> but mm-hmm. no thanks." Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and she had them. Yo, and she told him like. I had all these offers. No, they knew it. They yeah. knew it because just, obviously the law like community, the, as they like to go, the law community knows what you're doing. What mm-hmm. are you, big brother? What kind of shit is this? Yeah, it's like, yeah, and why awful. the fuck you care? You're giving me an award anyways, <laughs> thinking that's going to like subdue the fact that you don't pay me enough or you're treating me like below my qualifications. This is, mm-hmm. this is fucking ratchet. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I hope she gets with that all black firm across town or somewhere else. That... I hope that she gets with a firm that's going to appreciate her so she can stop bitching. Yeah. Because she does bitch a lot. But we all do. As women, we're our own worst enemies. So, But you know something? She deserves better, at least professionally. And with her friends, she's got a good stack of friends. You know, she's got Issa. Issa's her rock. You know, those are mm-hmm. those two. But, you know, we romantically, she's still going through it. She's still figuring out 
what her insecurities are in yeah. this show, you know, figuring out what she wants. And with the high standards statement, mm-hmm. it is so difficult to date nowadays. It is. If you don't have high standards, there's going to be somebody out there with like no teeth, no <laughs> job that wants to sleep on your couch. Mm. That's not cute. It's not attractive. It's so the not. fact that we need to have high standards saying that we want to do better, but then at the same time, all you brothers below our standards are like, what about us? What about us? <laughs> hey, I got a job. It might be at McDonald's, but I got a job. Hey, I got all my teeth. I paid for them. You know, like, this is hard. It's hard. It's hard. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I knew this episode was going to be so good. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I I gotta say to the high standards thing, like I mean, I I kind of fe- I I kind of feel like one of two ways, a couple ways about it. In, in in that, like for me, I I know dating is hard as hell. Like the older we get, like I'm I'm 33, and in this society is hard. With oh, Tinder, yeah, and yeah with grind. Tinder. <laughs> yeah, I am a I am a left I am an expert left swiper. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you're on that Tinder. I was. Oh. <laughs> so I well, was like, you know what? I mean, I, I, I was. I honestly am not really a fan of online dating. Me neither, but it's a necessary evil. What do you mean necessary? It's How more about you go out and me. meet people? Where? Social At the bar? events. Yeah. Well, well here, here's the thing, like though. Like outside okay. of this room? <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, here, here, here. well, here's the thing, though. Like, I've, I've been like, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a homebody, and like, I'm. That's I'm, the problem. That's the problem. You but you can't live at your house. I, I know. But here's the thing. Like, I'm not, I'm not at all averse to going out. But my thing is that, like, I don't go to the bars or restaurants and be like, you know, try to chat up ladies because I. That's I not what you're supposed to be. Because it's like, supposed to be a, a, a place where you can be social, where mm-hmm. there's no restrictions like tables. There's no restrictions like clickiness and stuff like that so you need to find environments where you can be in your environment and be you know flirty well you know to that point i mean a a month ago i was at this really cool event called lock and key Uh, lock and key key, it's this it's this place that he um, that that he he like he's been wanting me to go to one of these for like a while. What is you it? really should uh, lock and key. It's a it's like this uh, singles event that they that that's held every every couple of months at the Whiskey Republic in Providence. Whiskey Republic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Listen, that's the no no no. That's the look. That's the look of an old stomping ground. That's all well, it is. I no, mean, no, it's not. I've I've been there twice. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay, so there's, me, then is a mem- there's a memory. Oh, I've well, it's it, it it's oh, yeah, it's I a, got a good one. I got a good one at Whiskey <laughs> Republic. It, it's a rep- yeah, I didn't even go inside for this one. This was great. It's a reputable place now, from what I've seen, from my experience. Mm-hmm. But um, but the Lock and Key event is held. It's held there every couple of months, and what it is is that basically it's a singles event where you know guys guys have guys carry around keys and women you know wear locks. And the object is like if you to unlock as many key, um, mm-hmm. yeah, unlock as many locks as, you, as possible, and like whoever gets the most locks gets a prize. But even if your key doesn't match a woman's lock, at least you get to have a conversation. It's like a nice little icebreaker, you know, um, rather than just like you know. So people are wearing locks around their necks. Yeah, women are wearing locks. That's a little slavish. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, it, there's, 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 there's no racial politics like, in this. The it's way not I like see that. it is, if I unlock your key, lock, I own you. You're free. <laughs> <laughs> Why would somebody oh, volunteer? It's it's not like that. There's no jingle. It has had success though. That, you I got mean, you some free slaves. Some free slaves. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I mean, well, 
I, I, I've, I've been there twice. So the mm. second time I went, it was really cool because, you know, um, you know, I First got to time wasn't cool. I got to meet I got to meet some cool people. You know, we got to, you know, chill rap. There was some cool appetizers. So, you know, it's just, it's just we were all there, you know, all there for mm. the same thing. So, you know, got to meet cool people, see where they were at, you know, and whatnot. So it was nice. Um, my first time at the Lock and Key was uh, last year in the summer. It was June. June 2016, and really to go <laughs> and and um, I had some success. I I met this woman there, and we, you know we exchanged numbers, and we ended up dating for three months. Um, but uh, the relationship really wasn't all that because because like okay because okay, because nineties Nickelodeon. Uh, <laughs> because all right because you know because full disclosure you know because we at the codex prime podcast we like to keep it a hundred yeah so like a uh, full disclosure for me that was actually my first ever like r- real relationship relationship because 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 uh to to set it up back it because back in my back in my days like in high school days to through my college days up until you know as recently as last year my dating experience my dating experience was very limited it was n- almost nil next to nothing mm-hmm. and and so i i had never been in a relationship up to that point i've been on like several first dates but then that was it it was like my experience was like with dating up to up until that point was like the pilot episode that never gets a full fledged season. So that's not a good. <laughs> that that was that was what my dating experience was like. It was like a promise. Oh oh, it was a promising you know uh, a pilot episode, mm-hmm. but then it got shut down for various reasons. Like oh, I wasn't fe- I wasn't really feeling you, or you're not really my type, or I'm not really looking for a relationship right now. We're not really compatible. Blah blah blah. So. So I, I got so I was dating this this woman uh, that I met the Lock and Key last year and for th- th- for, th- for three months. But even she though was e- nice. even even though we had a lot in common, we did have numerous things in common in terms of like taste in movies and you know and, and nerd interests and whatnot. Um, she was very conservative, very socially conservative and also politically conservative, um, mm-hmm. and I was the total opposite, um, or I'm more progressive and liberal, um, and. Uh, a, a really big sticking point was that she she was adamant about waiting until marriage to actually you know have oh. sex, and she she said that she was a virgin, and I was not really feeling that. So, uh, I we we tried to have various discussions ab- about you know about sexuality, what she, what she would be open to, like her her views on it, and she was so conservative that she she couldn't even muster ha- muster the courage to have a frank discussion. Like she would play dumb, oh. she would like she would like try to change the subject, like she would feign ignorance all the time, and it really got under my skin. And also, like I will I will say that she like she wasn't the most attractive. Uh, person, ugly challenged. It, it, she 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 was like she was very plain looking, and she was also quite overweight. Um, um, yeah, she had a good 150 pounds on me. Uh, um, yeah, so like I don't think so. No, she, she was that. She, no, she legit. Really? Legit? Yeah. Oh, and and like, I I, I was I, I was like, I was like, okay, you know what? Okay, maybe maybe like she. And 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 this, and this goes back to standards, like, you know, mm-hmm. like I had I had my idea of what I'm looking for in in a in a in a woman, like in terms of like in terms of looks, also in terms of interest, in terms of com- uh, com- uh, chemistry and all this. Mm-hmm. And she checked off a couple things, but there were a whole bunch of like like X marks that that we really that I that I 
that I really overlooked. I was I was overlooking a lot of things that I normally would not. And mm. it got to a point where we weren't going anywhere and the relationship just like dissolved because like it was it got so boring that I just could not really stand the sight of her and I just let it fizzle and so then she just broke up. So what do you up. like to do for fun other than the podcast? Um other than the podcast I uh, I I like to um I like to, you know, watch watch films I like watch get outside into, of your house i gotta be specific now <laughs> no 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 you guys okay uh outside of the house um well i like to uh i like to you know take walks walks in the park uh like india point park is my favorite go-to place you're uh, welcome um thank, thank you for that <laughs> um I, I i i love india point park when, when during dusk you know yeah, it is very pretty yeah it's very beautiful um i like walking around roger williams park um I like uh, going to the library. So you don't do anything. Oh wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> um, I I do. I I I mean, I mean, with with much less frequency nowadays, especially because you know our friends, you know, they they have their own families and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Whenever my friends have you know house parties or like they get together like to go out to like clubs or outings, I would I would also tag along as well. Okay. So when they when they when they go out, I go out too. But that's that's very rare nowadays. So. I really and plus I kind of feel a certain type of way about going to a bar or a restaurant by myself anyway. So it's like, well, you gotta go. No, out sometimes by it's, there's nothing wrong so with that. So much fun. Think about it. You don't have to worry about who's gonna pay because you're paying. <laughs> well, yeah. you don't have to worry about if you're gonna get literally, laid sometimes later. Sometimes you just gotta you. like literally. Sometimes you got like yeah, happy hour. Mm. Yes. Well, oh, happy hour. Like I'll go to a spot. Well, if Where do I'm they actually, have happy hour here, like snookers. I, I'm a big fan of Snickers. <laughs> I, I, okay, I'm, not a sports, I'm a sports guy. Not a sports you know bar type of person? Not a sports if you're going to force me to leave my house to watch sports, this is not going to work. <laughs> they, got, they have good food, though. Yeah, they nah, do. I'm good. Hmm. We, me the and my friend went not, there, the and they made us wait like 15 minutes just for like the menu. I was like, I'm really? good. Oh, okay. no, they stepped their game up. Then. Yeah. Oh, well, good for them. Yeah. Um, Ed, Eddie says, boy, you need a cougar. <laughs> I mean, hey, 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 hey! Any recommendations? Let me know, Eddie. But uh, yes, we need to get this man a date or raped something. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Send your hate mail to Afton O'Neill at CodexPainPodcast.com. <laughs> but I mean, we won't, God, say, we we won't say raped. We'll just say that somebody will love you the way you should be. Okay. Yes. See? Yes. I mean, <laughs> although I, I mean, and and, and that's. <laughs> And that and that's not to that say so good. and and, and that's that not so good and that's not so many levels. and that's not to say that I never walked down the sexual uh, boulevard. I have, I mean, I mean for up until I mean I full disclosure because we keep it hundred on the show because you know that street. Well, by the way, hold on. Shout, shout outs to Eddie too. Hey yeah. Janessa, your godparents. Hi, Janessa. <laughs> we share the same goddaughter. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Uh, and full disclosure Sucks because we keep it hundred on the show. Uh, and since we're talking about relationships and whatnot. Um, uh, I used to live up until November 21st of last year. Jesus Christ, the exact day. <laughs> I used to live the olive oil life. Now, now, when you think of olive oil, what do you think about? I put it's, it in my hair. The, no, 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 no. What, what, Pastors put it on what, your forehead. Oh, yeah. church. What's the label on olive oils? Like extra olive Virgin. oil. Virgin. Yes. Mm. I was living that extra. I was, I was living that we olive oil. Hey, we keep it 100. Hey, we keep it 100. Hey. Hey. Listen, really like, I am far from that bride. Listen, God listen. I mean, he says, "Goddaughter says hi." And oh, and yay. 
And that was another reason why my dating experience was so limited and limited to first dates was because like up until last year, mm. I was living that olive oil life. Not well, by welcome. not by choice. Welcome. Now I'm free. I'm, free. I'm free now. <laughs> I'm liberated. I, 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 I'm there. Although, you know, <laughs> although because, you know, I've because my uh, sexual debut was fairly recent. You know, I'm still in the process Did of. Did you make a video? Because you're saying debut. No, no. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it's. Can it's, we watch it? <laughs> I mean, well, That's no. Not, let's not. I, no, no, I don't no. want to see. I love I love Victor, but I don't no. want to see. I'll do the I don't commentary. How much. about that? I'll do the I commentary. Don't see, I don't even want that much detail. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no. I mean, the world ain't ready for that. But anyway, but okay. I, but I. <laughs> but I but I will but I will say that you know like for me that you know I'm I'm still in the process of you know you know discovering you know what 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 I what I'm into what I'm not into what I'm open to and what I'm so not open to So you need into. a veteran. Well just just nod your head and say yes. You need a veteran, somebody who can school you. Y- y- yeah. Yeah, okay. Don't don't be don't be upset about it. Don't be shy about it because that's what some men need. You need mm-hmm. a little schooling. Now me Right. I don't like to teach, so mm. <laughs> I've That's never fair. been one to teach. But there are some women out there that would love to teach you how to become an excellent lover, or okay. to help you to find your excellent lover in you. American Pie too. No, listen, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> taught, I'm, she taught Jim how to be. In, I don't care. She yeah. taught him how to be a lover, and guess what? They ended up like married. Great. Are we talking about marriage? No. No. So with that being said, mm. you would need this somebody who's there. a little bit more in. It's already got their feet wet. Yeah. You okay. Know, you got your toes wet. You need your feet wet. Your knees, all that stuff. You know. Well, I mean, I I I, I will say with the it's in fairness with the uh, um, amount of with the amount of times I've been in the sexual squared circle thus far, I've I I do I do have I do have a fair amount of you know of of ring time. So I have a good idea. Several a, months. Yeah, several months. So I. Well, when you get to several decades, then we can talk. But right now, okay. you're still fresh Wait, off the boat. Yeah. Decades. Okay. Yeah, we only been around for three. <laughs> right. So. What? Right. I'm just so. saying, when he gets, he gets there, there. Oh, okay. he, you know, he'll be there. Yeah. So you know, I'm 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 still getting there, but you know, mm-hmm. but I'm de- I definitely came a long way, much farther than I was. You know, at this time last year. Now, was it for? Because we completely segued off of yeah everything yeah. Well, that was on the list. So, if you right. want to get back to that, we can, or we could continue. <laughs> well, I mean, we went down this rabbit hole because, like, I was talking yeah. about, I was talking about Molly and then Wait, her you her go thing back with Issa. And read these comments. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, you know, I was talking about with Molly and Issa and and, and, mm-hmm. and Quentin and all this, but um, but. Yeah, there was one person I wanted to get to because okay. I've been holding off. Let's talk about Tiffany. Mm. I despise Tiffany. Amanda Seals, she is great. She, great she, at, yo, great, great actress. Yes. If you hate these yes. characters, let's yeah. great. That's the whole point. Like, yeah. you did your job so well, we hate you. Job, yeah. Look at, jo- for example, a little off topic, Joffrey from Game of, Game Thrones. of Thrones. Yes. Jack, I will hate him forever. Jack forever. Lee's death threat hate. He got, he got death threats. Oh, I'm sure he did. What mm-hmm. about the guy who um, shot at the dragon? Um, a Blackwater. What's his name? Is it Bronn? Maybe the one who was like best friends with like Tyrion. Um, he's waiting for a castle. Oh yeah, that's Bronn. Bronn. Yeah. Dude, his mailman doesn't want to deliver his mail. He's like, you shot at a dragon. It throws his mail. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's I love real. it. That's I'd real. be like, yeah, throw my mail. Yeah. Mm. That's another season. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, uh, big big ups to Amanda Seals because it's a testament to her mm-hmm. acting perfor- her acting chops that she and plays she a. 
She plays bougie so well. Yeah, oh, she yeah. came a long way from bougie, my brother and me. Salty, petty. Mm. Oh, she was on my brother. Yeah, and she me. was my brother and me. Yeah, like Petey. she. Yeah, she was Melody's friend, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I fucking hate <laughs> that bougie ass, con- condescending ass broad. She is. And her man cheated on her, and she treated it like it was nothing. And I'm gonna tell you this: that baby ain't his. That she's talking about, she's preggers. Nah, that baby hands. That you know who that baby belongs to Derek's coworker, or or, or rather, I so. her. I think it was her her white uh, Tiffany's coworker. That's that's her. That's his baby. So. Because because remember, if there was a scene where um where where Derek Chad, who's another asshole, I don't like, and um <laughs> and um Lawrence. Let's just say you hate Lawrence. every character. You pretty much hate every character. No no no. He no. all the light skin characters. Continue. I'm light skin too. <laughs> I'm I'm light skin too. What you talking? Yo, team light skin you, here. You, yeah, you did. You did. You, yeah, you are taking it. You are down. We shaded down. Yeah. I am the darkest one. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You wait, are taking. You are taking jabs are. at the high yellow crew. <laughs> I, I took jabs at Issa too. Yeah, but you only took jabs and at Molly. Issa for like five minutes. Molly was maybe fifteen, but this chick, there's fire coming out because, of her mouth. Because I don't like her hoity-toity, highly pretentious, stank. Stuck up attitude. I mean, she's such a horrible person that I, I, I just can't fathom she's being like, friends with like her. A, hold on, she's like a Criterion fan amongst Fast and Furious fans. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> she, no she's not even that cool. I mean, because like she, like her whole, like you could tell that she's cultivating this whole Barack and Michelle perfect image, just trying uh, throwing it, throwing it in her friends' faces. That's what that um, what is it? The standards being so high. That's where she's at, and she found yeah. a guy who can meet her. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's not reality. It's, it's just it's, a facade. Yeah, it's really not. And at the end, like she's, she, I mean, she's talking about she, she's talking about being a champagne woman. No, she's a Colt forty five hoe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's that's what she is to me. Tiffany can have a whole coliseum full of seats because I don't like her. Girl, bye. I don't even know how to respond. To that. I, I don't, yeah, we might I, just have to let Tiffany rest in peace, Tiffany, because <laughs> he just slayed I, that one. Yo, this I don't is, even have anything to rebuttal. This is close. This is close to Codex Prime and Chill. By the way, now was like what that was literally yeah, stood like, my favorite episode. I may have to send you that episode. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah that that the Codex Prime and Chill episode that was episode nineteen. That oh, was oh way back. Yeah, that was in my my olive oil days when I was when I was trying to you know explain my umbrage against the whole Netflix and chill fr- phrase. Uh, yeah, he thought he found out what it meant. Yeah. Well, I had a. I'll tell you a funny story real quick. Um, I have um. My husband, Curtis Ward. I love you, babe. Um, your brother, Daryl Young, he figured out what um, Lost in the Sauce meant, and it was the funniest thing ever in life. You don't know what Lost in the Sauce means? No, I'm not familiar. Okay, there's two versions of Lost in the Sauce. If you okay. look it up, Lost in the Sauce means you're confused. You okay. don't know where you're going. Mm-hmm. Now, Usher had a song where he mentions Lost in the Sauce, where basically you're hitting it raw, and it's so good you just can't stop. Oh. So... When I told him that, he's like, I will never use that phrase again. Never. <laughs> never in my life. Lost it. I, I don't even know why I just said it. It was so funny. Mm. Oh, it was so funny. Double entendre. Love it. Yeah. Gotta love them. Yes. <laughs> Euphemisms all the way. Yeah. Um, Netflix yeah. and chill is one of those, mm-hmm. too. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Basically, you're getting up. Oh, yeah. Who's watching Netflix if you're chilling? Well, <laughs> hey, yeah, you know, uh, you know, back in the. You know, back in, back in the, the the Netflix and Chill episode, you know, I was like, you know, why would anybody Netflix and Chill? I mean, Netflix has such great programming. 
I, you were so naive. I, I was. He really I really was. was. <laughs> uh, it was. Trust me, listen to it. It's so good. All right, yeah. you got to send it to so me. So I definitely I mean, will. I promise you I will. And I, mean, I will write an email reaction to that. Yeah, and I, but but I can say unequivocally that I can Netflix and chill to literally anything. Anything. That's true. Um. And and I've done it to some weird stuff, but um, let's uh, but uh, <laughs> you see his movie collection. You see his movie collection. But, <laughs> but uh, well, I mean, anyway, uh, speaking speaking of weird speaking of weird stuff, um, let's talk about Issa and her 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 rotation, not like how how she's not about that whole life. Mm-hmm. I was so through with Issa when she overreacted to Daniel's meat rocket exploding in her coming. face. I I knew that was coming. I was like, I was really? right in the eye though. I mean, I mean, I know in the eye it gets puffy, and I, I can understand that. <laughs> Do you? Do whoa, you? Whoa, know? Whoa, 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 whoa! I, I know. Heard something let, let new. Me, oh, I, I don't, I don't know this. <laughs> oh from, man! Oh, listen, 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 listen now. Listen to me now. I don't know this from personal experience, but I remember. Okay. I remember hearing a story. There was I, when I used to go to church. There was this. There was this lady. There was a girl who went to, who 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 talked about how she got skeeted in her eye, and her eye turned puffy and itchy for like a couple hours. That's how I remember it. <laughs> She put that out in church. Yeah, we were. God we were, bless her. Yeah, we were. In, we were at this uh, summer retreat. I don't even. Woo. Okay. You all right? Yeah, that kind of killed me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This was this was like back in high school, my high school days. But um. Oh. Oh man. That's but, a weird church. Well, well, well. Hey, you know what? Hey, hey, you know what? People all. Not everybody who goes to church are, is is pious though. There's some freaks that go. Uh, I know there's some hoes in the church. Mm-hmm. Go Back. to the club on Saturday, repent on Sunday. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd. He know what I want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but With that whole situation, um, at least I can say that with me growing up, we never talked about that kind of stuff. Not in church. Mm. Not in church, but not period, really, unless, you, mm. unless you're talking it to one of your friends. <laughs> and obviously, much? you don't know who, what you're talking about because you ain't never done it, you know? Mm-hmm. Being a virgin and being naive and being young, like, that kind of stuff is, we're not prepped for that. Right. Mm. Who is prepped for that? What do you do when your man just comes in your face because you're giving him a blowjob? My issue with Issa with that is mm-hmm. you shouldn't have done a good job. Mm. He wouldn't have nut at all. <laughs> and like he did, he did warn her. Though. Yes, he did. He yeah. did. He did. And she could have been there for a while. She's very lucky that he actually did go. There's mm-hmm. some dudes out there that you just be sitting there for a while. and no, Nobody wants that. Yeah. And how can you be upset when you know exactly what you're going into? You volunteered for that position to get on your knees. Mm-hmm. The but then she didn't know it. She never done it before. What do you mean? She never done it. She before? said she never did it before. That's why I they thought took... she said she had done it, but no, nah, uh... she said she never did it before, and then they took the class at the oh, little yeah. sex, uh, the little sex debate. Yeah, event. but that was yeah. just because they were there. That that woman was like, "Oh, don't you want to take this class? Don't you want to take this class?" She was and, selling them. So. And Tiffany signed them all up. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. of course, because yep. Tiffany needs help too. Oh hell yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we're we're not prepared for that. Like nobody's gonna talk to you about that. Like whose mom's telling you? Well, when you give your man a blowjob, you just gotta duck and cover. Just in case they come. Like, nobody's talking about those things. Nobody's talking to young black women about that. That's why a lot of them don't like to do it. It's like you're thinking it's dirty. Putting this dirty thing in your mouth and having to do something so dirty, and then you get a dirty (laughs) reaction from it, and Mm -hmm. then you're seen as a hoe. Like, you can't win. (laughs) But... But I but I will say I that I really can't wait for you to see these comments. But, <laughs> but, but I, I will say that like I thought that that was like her 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 reaction was a little weird to me because it kind of spoke to how it implied how 
how sexually conservative black women supposedly are and and, and obviously you can speak speak to this more than i can like like oh like like black women like oh we never give head oh we never get that that's that's, that's just nasty but i'm pretty sure that those same women would not be opposed to their man you know you know, eat in the box. Right, but don't come up and try to kiss us though. That's we don't do that. You don't you don't mix fluids. <laughs> I mean I'm just saying right? That's what it is. So think about it. Something that's coming out of your body shouldn't be anywhere near this. I don't care if I'm doing something in this area. Your contaminants shouldn't be where my mouth is or anything like that. That's just how we were taught. It's it's seen as disgusting. Or you're not supposed to be doing that before marriage. Like that's something that you're only supposed to be doing with your husband. Real talk, real talk. This is, all goes back to religion. All goes. You're not supposed to be doing these scandalous, you know, dirty things. How is fellatio and cunnilingus scandalous? Well, I'm not talking about cunnilingus. I'm talking about fellatio, doing something to a man. Yeah. I mean, I hold on a second. Well, our 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 feed kind of went down. Our feed went wrong. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna um we're just we're just gonna um. Uh, keep it moving here, and we're gonna start a new, start a new, uh, start start a new live live chat here. But um, but uh, but 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 uh, we will, but we will keep it going because I have the audio still recorded. Okay. But uh, this is what you put on SoundCloud, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. And iTunes. <clears throat> yep. Okay. And iTunes. See, I don't have an iPhone. I don't have. I'm not in that Mac life. So. Yeah, but uh. Apple life, whatever you want to call it. It's yeah. Good. It's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> but it's expensive. Okay, I mean, but but yeah, I mean, I don't know what you get paid for your rotation, but there's no, okay, there's no okay. I don't live. I try not to live that life. <laughs> okay, that was my twenty. That was my twenties. Yeah, you elaborate on that while I try to get this thing <laughs> that situated. Was, that was my twenties, which is usually the appropriate time. It's like, true. I, it's true. You get it out of your system. Once you yeah. get into your thirties, you're supposed to be in your career. Yeah. Once you get into your forties, you're supposed to be married. Fifties, you're retiring. Sixties, mm. you're probably working on your next life. You know, <laughs> or you're working on your what what you're doing for fun in that part of your life. So, R- rotation so. is your twenties. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I I've been through it. I mean, I I'm not gonna say I'm like this. Um, I wasn't like no Casanova or whatever. I would get mine when I got when I got it, but I wasn't. I wasn't really rolling in it like that, as what <laughs> Victor thinks. I, <laughs> I really, I really, what I really was not. I'm a freaking geek. I'm a freaking geek. I was a geek back then. My only thing, what the thing that got me, what that got me, what I was getting, really was the fact that I used to break dance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that was it, and it was it was rare. It really was. Yeah, those were the good old days. Harlem Shake and stuff. Oh my God, those. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! The I all these guys that used to like, do it with their shirts. Shirts, yeah, I did it, oh, and did especially it. when throwback jerseys were in the oh, was in style. I'm still my favorite. That's still my favorite hip hop <laughs> hip hop trend. But um, yeah, I just like now I'm just like done with it. I'm. I can't. You're afraid you go break your hip. You getting old. I'm definitely. Old. <laughs> I'm definitely old. My sister, my sister dances. She she dances, and she like every time like there's something. She's like, you gotta dance. No, <laughs> no, you gotta do it. No, like she told me, like, come to my dance studio. I'll come. So when are you gonna dance for us? Not tonight. <laughs> not it's like, why not? I've been retired since I was eighteen. No, she always makes me come. I'm like, listen, I've been retired since I was eighteen. Studios. Uh, dancing spirits in Pawtucket. Nope, never oh, heard of it. Great, great studio. Mm. But um, yeah, shout outs to Kelvin, by the way. And um, 
Yeah, and, and of course, I always end up doing it. She made me do it at her, bir- at her birthday party. So, I mean, it was a birthday party. I guess I kind of yeah. had to. Did you get her a gift? See, that's why you had to do it. <laughs> 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 Compensation. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. what, that's what that was. Yeah. And I mean. And you would have no. had to do it even if you got her a gift. Oh, the videos. Oh, the vi- there's, a vi- there's videos online of that from that oh day. Oh, my God. So I hit a couple of windmills. People liked it, but I was just like, yeah, I got up and limped for three days. Mm, sounds like my 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 times at Carnival. You dance so much during the damn streets, you're all worn out the next day. Exactly. So, I mean, in a way, I was always into that monogamous life. You know, I went through my thing. I was always into that monogamous life. So mm-hmm. I was, in a way, I was kind, I was always soul searching, mm-hmm. but I just had a lot of failures. <laughs> I've had failures. Indeed. No, I'm kind of. You're do- supposed yeah, to. Do- That's how you learn. Exactly, exactly. If you're not failing, you're not learning. Exactly. They're not. Lo- they're not losses. They're lessons. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, I mean, at this point in my life, I'm definitely soul searching. Mm. I feel yeah. you. It's the time. Yeah. It's the time, definitely. especially with this dating scene. Yeah, it's awful. It's like, scary. I, it's especially it's, one reason I hate in online dating is I watch entirely too much catfish. Oh yeah. Oh oh. But, but I, they and, are. But the ratchet. thing is, they are like ratchet lo- on ratchet. But the thing is, I love catfish. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love seeing the end result. Like it's to the point where I watch it with my clients. Mm. Wow, I can't and, even. Well, I mean, and they de- and they definitely lo- they love it too. Especially that what about Ramon yeah, episode? There's something, something going on over here, huh? Yeah, with uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the live feed. I tried sharing that on your page. It didn't like. Yeah, it. yeah. Wow, um, that's because my page is so damn private. Because people like to stalk me. Yeah, for those who are I'm still get it, yeah. get kidding. it. No, I'm just kidding. Please don't stalk me. <laughs> it's not that type of lifestyle like, at all. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. There's been so many people on my block list. Let me tell you. Yeah, for those who are listening on our SoundCloud, um, I am in the process of. Restarting a new, uh, a new Facebook yeah, live feed. So let me see episode. So I will upload uh, the uh, the episode with the complete audio uh, later on uh, tonight. So that's why I be listening to you guys so late night. By the time you post it, I'm like, oh, good, I'm selling. It's just <laughs> by the way, oh my god, your email for when we did our Empire review. Yeah, that, that was fine. That that really was. I know. I watched it. Like I was listening to it. I think that was the one I was listening to too. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Oh yeah. But, um, and uh, we are in the process of going back up on Facebook Live. Yeah, right. Right. Okay, we're back. back. Right. Yes. Yes, it's coming back uh, this month, uh, September twenty sixth. Yeah. That's all right. What else is going to be coming back on TV? Oh, How to Get Away with Murder. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, invite me back yeah. for that. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, never watched watched that. I never watched that show. Oh, man. Oh, no. You... He's in the box. He's in the box. Something you haven't watched? Yeah. Oh, man. You got to get on wow. that horse, man. That's, that is on your to-do list. Yes. The first three seasons are on Netflix, my yep. friend. No all excuses. Right. Okay. Yeah. But yes. Oh, no, what about Black Mirror? Do you guys watch Black? Have you seen Black Mirror? I haven't seen. I have told you about Black Mirror so you many did. times. You did. I you haven't did. seen it. You it. would. You would like Black Mirror, but okay. then again, you wouldn't like Black Mirror. Why? Why not? Well, what's because it would freak you? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've I've seen some freaky deaky stuff. Yeah, you did. Watch the overnight. 
<laughs> oh, sp- speaking of speaking of freaky dicky movies, I really recommend checking out the Neon Demon. Neon Demon, what is that about? Oh my god! Oh, you, man. You, 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 I heard, I overheard you talking to Paul Jenkins yesterday about this movie. Yeah, it's it's a really good movie. Um, have you seen the movie Drive with Ryan Gosling? Yeah. Yeah, it's from the same director, but this mm-hmm. one's like totally different. It's about this uh, this this young this young girl who's trying to make it in the modeling industry, and she uh, encounters some like weird like r- some really weird and really creepy stuff like on her journey. Like um, I, I don't I don't I don't want to spoil anything, but there's some like I I don't want to spoil anything in particular in the in the film, but uh, there is. Is it on Netflix? I don't think it's on Netflix yet, but uh, there is a uh, necrophilia scene. No, suck. Yeah, and it is, and it was. Is it like American Horror Story necrophilia, where you're going into a furnace and you're having sex with a dead body? Not, no, qu- not no. quite. It, 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 it was on a slab in the coroner's office. But That's crazy. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty. What cool. is so sexy about that? Like, I would need to speak to somebody. Obviously, they might not want to talk about it. But like, what oh, no, is yeah, the interest in that? I have no idea. Uh, but. But Unless that's how people act when they're having sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's horrible. Wow, if it's that lousy. <laughs> yeah. But uh what this is doing. But but yeah, um but yeah, uh yeah, since we're back on the feed, um, like we were mentioning before, before we got cut off, yeah, Issa needs to, you know, get her life because when you when you're when you're rocking the mic, what do you expect is gonna happen? And and to be fair, if a guy gives complete warning beforehand, like, hey, you know, I mean are you are, are you willing are you willing to swallow? Yes, no, no, okay, well, cool. That stops Good the to know. Thing. I know that. Yeah. yeah. So now so now <laughs> now that we're back on now we're back to the actual show. I just wanna know for each character, what do you think what do you think what's your predictions now? Because we're getting to season three. Okay. Yeah. So um I'm thinking Issa and Daniel, they're not gonna go anywhere. I don't think they're gonna go anywhere. Cause she's just she's not feeling him like that, and he's just a little too. He's sweet. He's a sweet guy, and it, it sucks because he's a sweet guy, but he's a hot sweet guy. But still, he's just he's too sweet to her. She mm. needs a cavity. She doesn't want the sweetness. She wants the aftermath of what happened. You know, she wants to be treated like crap for a little bit, or you know, mm. made to work for it. Yeah. Um. That's what I'm thinking for Issa. Um. She's still gonna be on her rotation, but she's depressed. Um. Uh. Molly. I hope she moves to wherever she's on move. Like into was it a Chicago better, or something like that? I thought mm. it was like, well, they're in L.A. now. Yeah. So where is the other guy? Oh, he's Black. in Chicago. Yeah, he's Chicago. in Chicago. I hope she goes over there, but she's not going to be happy. Mm. She's not going to be. She will con- continuously be dissatisfied because she's not satisfied with herself. Yeah. You know, um, Lawrence, um, I don't know. I don't know where that's going to go. Like, the way that they ended it, it was kind of like they're at a good spot, but, like, I'm feeling like he's going to phase out. Uh, I, I th- no, I think they're, they're no, still going to... He's too significant of a character Listen to here phase with out. your with your boy crush, okay? <laughs> why is it got to be all that? I just have to think he's a good character. Well, I, 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 I will say... Um, I. I I will say that uh, I was I wasn't really feeling his coworker Aparna because like I thought she was really cute. But she, like, was, she, uh, was, she was she was she was a thug. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. She, she was she's tough. like yeah, pull over. Yeah, she was tough. pull over. No, we're not gonna no. Uh, no, nope, we're not gonna she, have any of that pull well, over. No, no, no. She Lisa was, calls right at that moment. She's mm-hmm. like, yep, bye. Yep, yep. there's your piece of shit right there. Well, I remember that. <laughs> well, plus, plus she is the workplace thought though. 
Is she? Well, she yeah. only slept with one. She, other she only guy. said one guy. Well, so I mean, well, I don't and it was the same guy. The fact that like she decided to get up with Lawrence is because it was just they would just happen to be able to talk. The communication was good. Yeah, you but, know, and he was attracted to her, I guess. So. Oh yeah, and plus I think it was more so her cavalier a- attitude about. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we like, slept you together. You can tell she's from Brooklyn. Like <laughs> she was <laughs> not yeah, playing. Was. Like. Yeah, she mm. was. She's like New York head, big time, you mm. know? So for her, getting up was just nothing. She was like, yeah, we were really drunk every time we got up. And every single time, Lawrence's insecurities would pop up because of what happened with Issa, which mm-hmm. he helped happen. You know, they were both part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, so he just... And then he kept seeing Issa everywhere. That's creepy enough. Like, you Oh, yeah, the, at the freaking... At the marathon? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I like how they did that time lapse so everybody saw what happened within the 30 days, you know? Like, with Molly, with Issa. And then what was the last one? Just 30 days in general. So I guess they played it all together. No, it was Lawrence. Yeah, 30 days with Lawrence. Molly. Molly, Issa. then Issa. Yeah. yeah, but there was a. There was but one. they all. But it's not in a way like they all just kind of mm-hmm. came together. Yeah, yeah, but you get to see everybody's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, your your favorite character, Tiffany. Um, mm-hmm. Something's going to happen. Something bad's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Where she's going to like. Like she's I, gonna, God forbid, she loses exhale. the baby, mm-hmm. but she's going to get ratchet with her man when he's not there for her because mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's not really there. And she's so ratchet. She's going to be calling on Issa, calling on Molly. What's the other one? The big girl. Kelly. Oh, Ke- Kelly. Love Kelly. Yo, she's so You didn't have nothing to say about Kelly, huh? Okay. Yo, um, she's a, she is she's the thought and owns it. But you know something? Mm-hmm. Big girls can be thoughts, too. You can get it, Kelly. Oh, yes. You can get it, Kelly. I mean, I mean, she was I, getting fingered in the table when they went. I to know. Her. <laughs> Wasn't that the weirdest moment where everything just went quiet? And then yeah. Looking around, I'm like, what the fuck is? What, is she getting? Is she getting? I was like, get it, Kelly. Get she it. was like, yo, she was getting. And then Daniel's like, uh, you know, your girls get fingered on the table. She, and Issa's like disgusted. And <laughs> <laughs> Eat your waffle and act like the shit didn't happen. Like, hey, chicken and waffles and finger banging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yo, um, I will say uh, Natasha Rothwell, who who plays Kelly, who's also a writer on the show, like she did a really good job as Kelly. Mm. Although I've seen her in something before. It's although like, I gotta yeah, say, face. I think Kelly is unlikable too. Ugh. Like she's she's almost. Why? Because like you don't find her attractive. No, she is attractive. Ooh, okay. Her attitude is stank to, stank to all be damned though. Yeah, I, but I, that's why she taxes those white people more. Don't tell nobody. That. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, like, there's, like, for Kelly, like, I kind of, like, just being honest is one thing. Being rude as shit is another. And Kelly's always rude as shit. She's loud and rude as shit. Like, yeah. she, she, she pays it. She ratchet. Yeah. I don't know. She's like, I, I, I love that about her. I love that spirit about her because you don't have to worry about saying it yourself because it's like, she's going to say it and be like, that's my bitch. <laughs> like she said it i was thinking it when she said it i love it that you said it because i go say it because you said it you know mm-hmm. that's just she's just she's yeah. part of the team like yeah. every think about it you got your isa always insecure always questioning things you know always you know she tends to overthink sometimes yeah overthinking and over embellishing things like right. oh my god like he's in my rotation and mm-hmm. you're really not thinking that what's going what you're saying is doesn't match up with your actions the older yeah. guy that she that she like went on the date with and tried yeah, to have he was cute yeah he, was he cute, just kind of fit where'd he go no he wanted to date her yeah and she just wanted to get up and she was like bye yeah which was totally classless and immature of her 
Because like home dude, he was he was a serious. He didn't want to be part of the hotation, so yeah. you let him off the ride. That's it. You keep it going. Hey, you know what? Okay. Hey, hey, you know what? At least he he probably dodged a bullet. You know. Ah, uh, goodness. Pl- Her skirt was too short, anyways. I didn't really like that skirt. She can only she pulls off some outfits that because she, she's she just does. she's petite. She's petite, mm-hmm. so she can pull off those outfits. Like, and they I saw um an article about all the tops and all the clothes that she was wearing. I was like. The, the top that she said, oh, yeah, I think this is African. It's $600. It's mm. like, there's well, not no even... No wonder why she couldn't afford that apartment. <laughs> like, <laughs> damn. But, like, the, the stylist or maybe it wasn't awesome. cheap, and then just because it was on Insecure, mm. I'm like, oh, this is on Insecure? Yeah, let's raise this price up and see if women want But think about it. it. They don't have to pay for it when it's on Insecure. She's only wearing it for a short for, period yeah. of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it just goes along with that. You know, every the, each one of them holds a place. That's why there's four of them. You yeah. know, to create that circle. You know, each one of them has a corner. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your Issa, your Molly, your Kelly, and you got your Tiffany. All of them stay yeah. in their place. Mm-hmm. You know, like Molly is just, she's the professional one. But she's still, you know, she still does her thing. She's still on her whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Issa's just, she's slow to catch up. Yeah, She's the one behind all of them. You know, Kelly's already established. Tiffany is just, what, housewife? What the hell does she do? Yeah. You know, yeah. isn't that a good question? What the hell does Tiffany do to be so damn ratchet and so I, like stuck up? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where she works. No, no, didn't she have like an art um, exhibit or something like that? Yeah, she, I remember that. Yeah. So she yeah. does. She's a curator. Yeah, I think so. so yeah, that's her job. She's in the right position to be bougie. Mm-hmm. Tell me, she not? She, she is. is. Right? She like, is. She's surrounded by art. She has all these role. art shows, and she's think she's about bringing it. in bougie people. Mm-hmm. Molly is a lawyer. Mm-hmm. She has a right to be in that mindset. You know, yeah, she's looking right. for somebody who can get up to that standard. Mm-hmm. Issa works for We Got Y'all. Yeah. Nonprofit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, did you guys laugh? Did you guys get a good laugh in where Issa's friend got got the promotion? Oh, and then the other and then the and then the guy that in the room, dude was he was so, so devastated. <laughs> he was so petty. No. I'm not doing this. <laughs> like, fall back, dude. Like, not even Issa got that thing. Like, yeah. I thought she was going to get fired. Oh, uh, yeah. For, the, like, the segregated <laughs> Yup. But, you know, but you know, I will admire Issa for that, for throwing herself under the bus just but to, like, get her... Th- she didn't throw herself under the bus. She threw the, the whole school under the bus because yeah. she did not back up any of those children mm. when that principal thought that it should be one-sided. Yeah. She completely made an excuse and made it seem like the it was numbers were coming in, yeah. Mm-hmm. And mind you, like it was a predominantly Latino school yeah. and they were just focusing and on the, the black kids. And the fact that they're in like a back room, mm-hmm. that says some shit. But they're the ones yeah. who's also stealing shit, little assholes. Yeah. Oh yeah, True. them too. Well, you can't blame a whole population of students just no, for no, those two. No, no, no. I'm saying them too. Yeah. Little they were in the assholes. Yeah, they <laughs> were. Little assholes in that? Yeah. Were in that too? Yeah, they, they stole, like, what was it? The, the bowl. They stole all the, yeah. all the food. All the yeah, they stole all the, the food and stuff. Like, damn. Like, they were just trying to get on their feet and little assholes will come in and shut shit down. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's not their fault. You know, they, they feel it's appropriate to do those things. You know, you're a dumb kid. You know, if you can do it, you're going to do it. Yeah. You know, how many people have been stolen a piece of candy because you still scanning? You know, if it's in your pocket, nobody's looking at your pockets. Yeah. Kids will do that. You know, yeah. so the fact that this is what it turned into, I'm just glad she still has a job. Mm. That's all I can be hopeful for. I, hopefully she can find a better job because she ain't making no money. She, she's not. No, she's not. And she's, pl- not. She's, staying, yeah, she's staying with Daniel now. Yeah. And plus, not like, even Daniel. She's staying with her brother. No, she was staying with her brother, but I think she's crashing on Daniel's couch. Yeah, but her stuff is there. But yeah. you know, she's she's staying with Daniel. Yeah, not a bad gig though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to watch her eye. 
And, <laughs> and, and she knows not to do that no more. <laughs> yeah. And she plus, lives, she learned, it's over. Yeah. And and also it's it will always be Inglewood, not Iwood. Gentrification. Okay, there's well okay, one thing since you just mentioned Inglewood and made me um made me think about this. One of the funniest like side characters in the entire show. The neighbor that's a blood. Oh yeah. Thug Yoda. <laughs> that's his name. I love it. He's like how, how much for this crock pot? No, oh, like, bro- I'll give you no, what was bro- it? Five? Pot. Brock pot because he's a blood. So yes. they, bloods, they they don't say anything that begins with C. <laughs> Whatever they say, they replace it with a B. Yeah. He's like, I got Some five dollars in these stamps, mm-hmm. <laughs> some food stamps. Yeah. And her brother was like, Yes, you'll take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, I got yeah, this. We'll here. He's with his daughter. He's like, Yeah, we're watching the Bear Bears meeting Care Bears. <laughs> oh my god! And Issa was like, Wow, that's upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> And she was like, good luck, girl. Yeah, even the little girl, we're watching the Care Bears. We don't say it's Bear Bears. <laughs> we don't say no C words in this house. <laughs> like, wow. Mm-mm-mm. They, they have a lot of good characters in there. What about the guy that Issa met at that, Um, what was it? It was uh, Kissing Something? Kiss and Tell or something? What was it called? Kiss and Grind. Kiss and Grind. The yeah. dude that met her, you look, you look different than you do on your picture. I'm oh, yeah. Sure that's that, what you guys have to go through. And he right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll see you later and gave her like a bro tap. Yo, that that reminded me of my of my last date that I had on OK Cupid. Um, and OK Cupid is still a thing. Yeah, he's he's on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I <laughs> hey, you Bop. said. Hey, <laughs> did, you, hey, yeah. hey, Carl! Did you did you not tell me off the show that OK Cupid was popping nowadays? I'm having some luck right okay. now, but like for a minute, I just wasn't. But literally, yo. I was I literally OK Cupid. They would send me the emails like, "Here's who we think you'll click with," and I'm like, "Nah." That was entertaining to me, so okay. that was pretty much it. All right, what well, about plenty of fish. Uh, no, Tell no, me it's not thought central. Yeah, my, no. Uh, I, listen. My my good female my, and male thoughts. Are I, mm-hmm. I okay. I have, I have a funny experience. A couple years ago, me and um, me and my best friend, uh, we went down to Dallas for a football game, and um, did they lose? No, <laughs> no, they did not. It's a surprise. I know, right? No, it's not. Yeah. Victory. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Go Cowboys. DC. No, he won that bet. <laughs> <laughs> but um. <laughs> So we went to this. We went to this really dope. We went to this really dope spot called. Um, oh man, I forgot. I forgot the name of it. But um, there was this old guy. There was it was like there was this old guy who was just sitting. Who was um standing with us. We're like chilling, having drinks or whatever. And this old guy, he had to been about like pushing sixty. Damn. And he starts having conversation with us. So you know we're being nice or whatever. And then this dude breaks out his plenty of fish account. Who do you know over 40 with a Plenty of Fish account? Uh, Who do you know over 35? (laughs) Who do you know over 35 with a Plenty of Fish account? Some of my coworkers. So he showed, (laughs) yeah, okay. Well, more power to them. And like they, and he was like showing us these girls that he met. Mm -hmm. And then he starts showing us naked pictures, showing us like naked pictures of them. And of he him? had no, not him. Of like the girl, <laughs> of the girls, and he had the nerve to be like, "I don't want to date any women with no kids." What? Like, bruh, he didn't want any. He didn't want any women with no kids. He wanted women his age with no kids. With no kids. With no kids. There's a lot of them. I said, "Dude, you're lucky enough to get somebody with no grandkids." Ooh. 
<laughs> at your at your I know age. a lot of women without mm. kids. At his age? Mm-hmm. Mm. A lot of my instructors, advisors, and stuff like that, they really? have those high standards, which they absolutely deserve, and it mm. is absolutely respectable to have that, but they are at that age, and they are single, and they do not have children. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You As can't a professional date. woman, think about it. We have to we, we have to live up under that standard of if you have children, that means that you don't have enough time for your job. So right. if you don't have children, you can excel in your career. You can. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. one woman is the chair of a department. The other one is a lawyer mm-hmm. and who happens to um, have her own office where she works with um, a lot of the students. She's like a counselor at the school, too. So, yeah. You know, that's just how it goes. Sometimes it just doesn't fit into the reality that not everybody's going to have kids, which mm. is okay. Oh, yeah. Because there are a lot of little shits out there that aren't being taken care of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not nice, but... <laughs> hey, it's, 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 it's true. It's the truth. It's the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it'll talk. It is. Um, but, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I was going to briefly mention, uh, uh, I, I, I've, I've been off OkCupid. I, I deleted my account because I, I, the last date that I've been on uh, was like like a couple years back where um there was this one chick that i met and i thought i thought she she sounded really cool like um she sounded really cool on on the on the online chat she like she, we even exchanged phone numbers like i talked to her on the phone she sounded really cool and Can't get into work. and but then all of it so we decided to set up a date so we met at the cheesecake factory when she shows up to the date complete 180 just <laughs> stone-faced completely rude not affectionate at all and just like, and she was just like, she was just like, she was just like, hey, hey, how are you? Let's just let's 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 go inside. I'm like, uh, oh, okay. I so, remember you telling us about yeah. this. Wow, that was that was a good laugh. Yeah, and like we sat down. I can't go live. It won't let me. Oh, uh, like like we sat down. We had we had dinner, and like I was trying really hard to like get her to open up to talk because like she mentioned that before that like, she was into music. I'm like mm-hmm. and I'm like okay. So since you're into music, like what, what who are some of your favorite artists, right? So I asked her who are, who are some of her favorite artists, and she's like, oh, "Well, you know, there's just there's there's just so many artists that you know I, I can't just think of one, and <laughs> you know it's, it's just hard." And I'm like, "Okay, um, okay, what about some some favorite albums? Uh, what about genres? What t- what type of music do you like?" Well, you know, again, you know, it's just it's just so much out there that I can't really pinpoint just one or even two. She was just like being really rude and you got it just. Yeah, just like yeah, she's just like really, just a big like being really rude and standoffish, the whole time, just super rude and standoffish, and like I I was really thinking about just like dining and ditching, just like cut the check and just leave. (laughs) Thankfully, bought her dessert and then leave. Well, well, they didn't even make it. Did y'all even make it to dessert? No, appetizers only. No, we we had entrees. So Um. so like thankfully like like she I like. As a, as a gentleman, as you do, like I offered to pay, but she was like, "No, I'll pay for myself. I'm a modern woman," and I'm like, "I'm like, I'm, sorry, I'm modern enough to know that you paying is cheaper for me." <laughs> I'm like, and I'm, th- and I'm thinking to myself, "Hey, well, you, well, you're you're a rude ass bitch, so go ahead." <gasps> so so um so I let her pay. I I even got to the door. I held it open for her. She just walked right through like I was a fucking bellboy. Like I wasn't wow. even there. Didn't even say thanks. I would have been, been mad. I would have been mad. Room was just like you're welcome. Yeah, and then and then she had the nerve so to that's go. That's when you pull them back in, and then you close the door. You keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and then she had the nerve to go. Well, this was nice. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk again, right? I'm like, I'm yep. like, yeah. And then I just walked away. And then I te- and I texted uh, Carl and the rest of the guys on the group chat like, "Yo, this date was lame as fuck." Oh my gosh, she okay, was so Eddie rude. Said, Eddie got you. Eddie, um, he supports you on that. Just said, "Fucker." 
Uh, Middle yeah. finger emoji. Well, obviously oh, yeah. you Thank didn't you, get Eddie. that far. Right? Oh, oh, I wouldn't even want. I wouldn't have wanted to, to be honest. Man, shit. Ugh, just, just horrible. Just an awful date. Just so standoffish. It was the worst that I've ever been. Dude, on. you just went into a dark space. Thinking about that. You did. Okay, Cupid is not okay. It, 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 it's not. It's, it's, it's a rare. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's not, it's but rare. again, it's like a necessary evil. I may have to go back on because that's the only... How else am I going to eat? It's entertaining. Um, leaving out. your house. I do yes. leave my house. Leaving but your house and I getting away from the video games. To do. I said, bruh, go to... I was like, listen, just go to just a nearby... I recommended you some nice spots. Yeah, and I've been and to go a few on, nice like, spots. I said, listen, go to, ten, go to Ten Rocks and Happy Hour. I've been to Ten Rocks and Happy Hour. And when? Oh, I don't even like, know what Ten Rocks is. Oh, it's Ten Rocks is an amazing uh, Cape Verdean spot. Ooh. They have live yeah. music in it. Great, great in drinks, Pentucket. great tapas. So how did you not meet anybody there? Well, I went by myself, and mind you, I, I was sitting at the bar drinking. And did you, all you had to do, did you engage with anybody? If you see somebody you like, mm-hmm. just say, hey, tell Not the even somebody you like, somebody you didn't like. Those are the best people to talk to because you're easily, you're easily being able to step away from them once you find somebody you do. Don't well, you know that being with somebody, talking to somebody who you're not interested in, leads mm-hmm. somebody else who's interested in you because they're looking at you like that dude needs help. Let me go over and help him. Let me go talk He's to him. He looks a little say, interested. Hey, bartender, buy, give her, buy her whatever she's drinking. Well, here's the thing. I, that's why I need a wing wingman. I can't. I can't. Maybe do it you alone. need a wing woman. Yes, I need a wing woman. <laughs> a wing, a wing, a wing somebody. Because think like, about it. Men are more attractive when they're with somebody else. It makes you look unattainable. But then once they find out that you're single, they're like, oh, really? <laughs> Can I go talk to your friend? Yeah, please. Please go talk to him. Go yes. But, but my thing is that like <laughs> I'm not the type of person that like... He's taking applications for a wing, per- wing person, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but uh, here's the thing. like uh, my ske- Our schedule is just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do. Like... I know our schedules are not are not on the same accord, but like I'm not like for me like I'm not the type of person that can just like go up to a complete stranger and just like chat. Well, then up. play the role. I, play the role. I, You're not always I, supposed to be comfortable. This is not a comfortable time in life. It, you have what, to get out of is. your comfort zone to meet people. I've been out of my comfort zone. I've been to singles events. Singles events is not a comfort no. zone. That's I a know. trap. It's not a trap. It is a trap because what'd you leave with? Unlock and some slave? <laughs> <laughs> this ain't, this ain't tw- Yo, this ain't 12 years of slave. This ain't due north. Come on. I'm just saying, just because you're north doesn't I, mean there's not speaking slaves. Speaking of due do north. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That show looks I came, so I came, horrible. Ac- I came across a um, uh, status in one of the nerd gr- one of the nerd groups that I'm a part of. I think the one that you um, mm. put me into. Oh, yeah. But um, it was like, would you actually like an actual due north show? No. No, but you know why the show is called slavery. that due north because you don't want to be a slave. You're trying to be, be, be due north. north. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, there was so many so many <laughs> zingers in there. Like M- Michael J. White, I hate slavery. <laughs> <laughs> that was, okay, so it was Michael J. White. Yeah, it was. Like, I'm watching. I was like, is that? Yeah. Yo, big ups to Issa for actually like pulling these big stars like yes. Regina King. Yeah. And, and then uh, oh, and Eddie oh. says, uh, careful Vic. After we'll pimp you out. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, listen, listen. You know. <laughs> I mean I mean, hey, I'm not opposed to being hoed out as long as it's safe and consensual. Okay. 
Yeah. I can deal with that. Yeah. But but like I said, you know, for me, like, I, I need a wing woman or a wing man because, like, I'm not the type to, like, go up to a complete you stranger You are too shy and you need somebody I who am, will push whoa, whoa, whoa. you out of your I am, comfort I am zone. not too shy. I am not too if shy. If you're not willing to engage no, with somebody you don't know, you are too shy. shy. You're very shy. I'm not a very shy person. Yes, I, you no, are I am very... not. Yes, you are. No, I am not. <laughs> okay. Prime example. No, this the fuck I am not. Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Dude, when we first when we first met Paul Paul and um Joe from Matt the Shot Comics, you're like, hi, my name is Victor. Yeah. What do you mean? What is podcast? You was a little bit. You was a bit timid. I wasn't timid. You was timid enough. <laughs> you, you eventually got comfortable because you know. Listen, here's the thing though. Don't tell me to show up at a fucking venue at five o'clock when you're gonna show up a half hour late. Dog, there was oh. an accident on the highway. I don't <laughs> give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying, dude. I was trying. I was so pissed. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I was, yo, I. And wh- whoever knows me knows I hate traffic. I will mm-hmm. drive like I will take the back roads, and if it will take me longer just to avoid traffic. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's just the type of person I am. And that stop and like, go yeah, is horrible. It's yeah, especially when you're in a hurry. So your mm-hmm. mind, your adrenaline's going like you just. Oh yeah, Eddie says you can't be going to singles events nowadays because it's kids. It's by kids for kids. Well, yeah. well, not the one that I went to it was basically like twenty five older. So that's where okay, the, that's the locks what, around their necks and stuff, right? Yeah, lock and key. <laughs> well, you did you did do sci fi speed dating he at Comic Con? He's setting slaves free, people. Oh. Watch out! <laughs> Man, oh, slaves to online dating. <laughs> Man, but 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 yeah, I mean, I, like like I said, like I said, I, I'm 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 more I'm more of an introvert. I like to lay in the mm-hmm. cut, like to be observant, and then I and then I come out, you know, once I get that little push. But I'm not gonna do it by myself. You need a push. Yeah. I just said that. Yeah, exactly. But but I'll be I'll be goddamn if I have to do it all by myself. Fuck you that. You need to. <laughs> well, guess you what? Your that. wingman's not gonna be in your relationship with you. And besides, I'm not gonna be the old guy at the club. I'm You're 30, not. You, how old? Uh, uh, Thirty-three. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna, well, I'm, I'm gonna show up. You're at, a baby uh, at the club. No. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, well, I'm gonna do certain clubs. Certain mm-hmm. clubs. Yeah. I'm gonna show. If up. you're well, 30, if you're 33, you. if you ever, and this is a promise to me, and this is our record, if you ever uh-huh. come up to me at your age saying, "Yo, I'm thinking about going to Club Ultra." Yeah, you can. Yeah, I'm. I'm not doing as that. A friend, Coliseum. As a friend, I'm punching you in the face. Why would I do and that, you man? Thank me for it. F that. <laughs> Run into one of my students. Uh, no. <laughs> no. But but yeah, man. I mean, hey hey, like like hey, I'm taking applications for wing women and wing men. You know, I just need that little. You boost. do. You just eventually you need a confidence my eventually. booster. Somebody who's yeah. gonna amp you up, like, yo, she's looking at you. She's looking at you. How about this? Have you met Vader? <laughs> 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 as soon as somebody says that about you, they'd be like, Vader, is that really your name? That engages somebody to find out more about you. Okay. Right. Because if somebody called you Vader, it'd be like, why the fuck do they call you Vader? And that starts a co- that's an icebreaker. Yeah. Right there. And I'm a very good wing person. So maybe we'll go out one night. We'll go out and I'll help you out. All right. And we'll we'll bring Carl. So Take it to Tim yeah. Okay. Oh, take it to Ten Rocks or the yeah. district. Oh, the district. I know hmm. the saxophone player who plays there. His name is Mike Rollins. He yeah, is I've heard fantastic. Of him. He played at oh, um, the fashion show. He's affiliated with um, uh, Donahue Models and stuff. He's always at our events and stuff. He's oh, usually is. like our 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 saxophone player, but we have another one that plays. Um, what was his name? Something with an e. Young kid. Really good with the saxophone. But he talked a lot. He was really sweet, though. Really, really <laughs> sweet. Like, he was good, like, background noise for, like, what's going on and stuff. Like, he was just a young Paul kid. Paulo Jr. is real good, too. Mm. Mm. Never heard of him. Really? That's my dude. I'll send, I'll send you a video. Okay. Okay. Ooh. 
cool, but nice. yeah, the district, you'd probably do. That's grown and sexy, though. So that yeah. means that that oh. plaid shirt better stay home. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh, I'm I'm gonna say something Number one, number one, what you're not gonna do is, is cast aspersions on my fashion sense. All right. Okay, I'm gonna tell you. Remember that picture you took with Carl, and Carl was like, "What was it? you had on the white suspenders and stuff like oh, that?" Oh, and I felt like being extra mm-hmm. at the I, um, extra. at Bravo. At Bravo, yeah. We went to Bravo. Yeah, and you were standing next to another dude with a plaid shirt on. Guess what? You were standing next to another dude with a plaid shirt on. Everybody was looking at those white suspenders. Everybody was looking at the dapper shoes. You're wearing a plaid shirt. You're a little too old for a plaid shirt. Hold on. You can't clap up all depends this on it, plaid it, it, shirt. Not a short sleeve plaid shirt. What do you Come mean? Up. You can upgrade. You can this, go. This this is, this is an upgrade. This is no, a, that this is, is not an yo, upgrade. Yo, listen. Listen. Yo, 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 talk to, God, talk to Carl. Listen, listen. But if that was your upgrade when you were in your 20s, you need to upgrade to your 30s. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Afton. Hold on, Afton. I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to tell you something right now. Hold up. I'm going to tell you something right now. You can ask Carl. My fashion... What at, at this time last year was motherfucking woebegone. Well, then you need to upgrade this time I, this year. I upgraded when I when I upgraded my fashion last December. It was it was mad substantial. I got a substantial upgrade. I'm talking like better brand names, better brand shirts. And number one, this ain't plaid, okay? I know what plaid looks like. This isn't motherfucking plaid. It is plaid. <laughs> okay. And that shirt. And let me tell you something right now. Let me say something right now, Afton. That mm. that purple shirt that I had on. At, uh, at Bravo, at Crystal's birthday party, was on motherfucking fleek. Did you know get this. a number? No. No, well, we was, well, well, we, well, we all, we all. In, in our defense, in our defense, in our defense, we were amongst, um, we were amongst like our friends who were all like married and in relationships or whatever. So That's yeah. fine, but and nobody like, recognized no. you in that picture. If you are easily to fall to the background, that is not an upgrade. Hold on. Be, hold on. It was I got my it, it was it was simply it was simply it was simply casual dress. And I was yeah, the only I was the only one. Casu- mind you, casual mind you, dress was, is completely different when you're trying to stand out. I was a, you, you fell yeah, into the background with was, the dude that's yeah. darker than you. I wasn't Come trying to on. I wasn't trying to stand out. I wasn't trying to stand out. Listen, 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 listen. Okay. Hold on. Look up that picture and you tell me where you are. Look up the picture. Tell me that look it doesn't look like one giant plaid shirt for the two of you. Okay. Number one, I know what plaid looks like. This isn't plaid, that okay? Is plaid. This isn't plaid. She's a fat. She's a fat. All right. Easter. Well, well, whatever. Trust but you me, know what? I can measure down that shirt okay. and remake it for you. And guess what? It's still plaid. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. After this show's over, I will have you take a look at my wardrobe. Okay. And give me your honest assessment. Okay. Because I'll tell you. If it was if this if it was this time last year, okay, I would yeah. totally agree. Yeah. My my wardrobe was will be gone as fuck last year, but this year it, it you my wardrobe fall was into great. the background behind somebody else who's wearing a damn plaid shirt. It's on my Instagram at MrBird1027. Okay, it wasn't a purple shirt, it was like the the, exactly. the gray one. Exactly. You couldn't remember what plaid shirt it Wait was. Wait a second. Wait good. a second. Look at TJ with his with his with his white yeah, shirt. You see why he's in the back? He doesn't qualify. He stands on. He stands on. Striped tie. You see that nice blazer. You see that hat. Where are you in the plaid section? Thank Let me you tell you something. Yo, TJ stands out way less than I do. I stand out way but more than him. But nobody's talking about him. We talking about you. So if you think you gonna get over here and pop off, Eddie the said he's gonna throw it all stuff, out. Let me tell you, Joe. The you mic, said, the mic stance is coming. Up. If you uh-huh. want to stand out and you actually want somebody to help you in your sex journey, uh-huh. plaid shirts gotta go. Wow. They need to go. Man, you are a grown ass man wearing is... a short sleeve. 
plaid shirt. And it is plaid, by the way. Okay, so okay. <laughs> okay, I will say this. I will say this. There is a time. Okay, there is a time and a place for pla- no. to wear plaid. No, that time, that place. Okay, wasn't it? All right, well, let me say something right now. You want to cast aspersions on my fashion? Okay, that's one thing. Let's talk about my man's right here. Well, what about what about this? Do you see what he looks like in this in this picture? We're not talking about this picture. We're talking about right now. <laughs> right, right, right. We're talking we're, about right now. I'm doing a nerd podcast. Okay, I'm gonna wear a nerd shirt. Shout out to the Steve only Weiner thing a couple that weeks ago he needs to change is that damn hat. Oh, I it's know. not happening. It, it's All right, faded. it's faded too. Well, Woo. it was in my. Well, bag. you know what? Well, you know what? It was in my car. I'm. I'm gonna tell you this. You know, I. I. I as a fashionista, as a fashionista, I will I will respect your opinion, but I will say with the amount of money that I put in to upgrade to substantially upgrade my wardrobe, you wasted it. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, 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 was it? Oh my god! <laughs> was, it, wait, wait, was this shirt part of the part of the December upgrade? Yes. Oh, let me say something right now. How much did that shirt cost you? Because I can tell you, you could probably go to Marshalls get one cheaper and looks better. No, no, no. Let me let me tell let me tell you something right now. This St. John's Bay straight from J C Penny. All right, right here, right here, right here, right here. Blam, right here, right here, blam, right here. Guest jeans, right here. I look like the, the jeans. I'm talking right. about the shirt. The first thing a woman's gonna look at is the from the top of your head to your neck. And if it's connected to a plaid shirt, guess what? We're gonna look for something different. You don't stand out. You fall into the background. And this is not what you want. If you want to go out and stand out and actually have a woman see you through a group of people, that yeah. plaid shirt's got to fall. It's yeah. got to go. I, 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 yo, that night, that night when I was getting dressed, my roommate's like, the hell are you? I'm like, what are you dressing up for? I'm like, I'm going to a dinner party and all that. He's like, why are you dressed like that? feel like being extra. Mm-hmm. You got to be extra. He stood out in that picture. I saw him first. I liked the tie. I like the parallel lines on the tie. I like the white suspenders. I like the white belt. But you are all the way in the back. You don't even want to be seen. That's not what you want. You want to be right where he is, in the front line. Don't put yourself in the background because you deserve better. Plaid shirt. Um. <laughs> Coming soon, a code extra. <laughs> Fashionista. Oh, can I take him shopping? <laughs> After O'Neill takes Victor shopping. Uh, oh, you got the we got the camera for it too. Oh, the, GoPro, me. right? Yeah, yeah GoPro? listen, listen. I have our, a DSLR. Listen, oh, yeah. listen, our our listen, his video right. is I, on I've point. Gotta, check out our code. Video? Check out our code extra. That's up on you on our YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be pop. It's yes. Pop. Uh, you just let me know the time, the place. I'll be there, and we'll go shopping. Tape. <laughs> Even Evans like tape that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, agree to disagree. What do you think of my fashion sense? S- uh, or send your send your send your fashion tips to CodexPrimePodcast at gmail.com. Send your compliments. <laughs> Let us know. Don't force a compliment on a plaid shirt. Don't do it. Let us know how on fleek my fashion is on a weekly basis. We really on fleek? Get... Yes. You are in a plaid shirt like every week. Not every week. I want you to look back at all your videos and count how many plaid shirts you wore. If it's more than 10, it's too many. And just remember, you have 89 episodes. Uh, uh, I love this one. I love this woman. She supports. <laughs> I love the support. Eighty nine episodes. If you wearing a, if you're wearing a plaid shirt more than ten times, mm-hmm. that's more than like an eighth of what you're doing. That means that that is most of your wardrobe because you're recycling it. 
Carl, let's get to the question of the week. <laughs> All right, yeah, we do. We do. We have gone like way over. This could be. This could over to this. Wait, I can't wait to listen to this over over again tomorrow. This could really like knock off Coda's Prime and Chill as my favorite episode. So last week's uh, question of the week: What book would you like to, like to see become a movie? Mm-hmm. Um. I know last week I said uh, Angie Martinez, my voice book. Yeah. Her autobiography. I could just see Adrian Bailon playing her. Mm-hmm. Um, you said a couple and I completely forgot. Uh, Con- Confederacy of Dunces, A Thousand Splendid Sons, and, mm. and The Mountain's Echo. A Thousand Splendid Sons, yep. Yeah. I, I would say that. I'd say the same one. Mm-hmm. Or um, what was the first part of that? What was the first book for that? Oh, um, the, the Kite Runner? Kite Runner. Yeah, that was actually a movie. They did make it yeah. into a movie. I haven't seen it because I don't want it to tarnish the idea of the book because the book was so good. Yeah. Yeah, like, like I, I really enjoyed it. So, mm-hmm. so um, The Thousand Splendid Sons, I could see that one. That would be that'd be cool. And oh, yes. one thing I'm going to say about <sighs> books that turn to movie. Okay, I know a lot of people like Queen Sugar, mm-hmm. but it is, it's loosely, and I mean like loose like a hose vagina at times, you know? <laughs> it's fucking loosely adapted to the goddamn book. Woo! That's some. I I, I I can't like I tried to watch one episode and it was, it was just, it there was no correlation like it just I, I couldn't like I had to turn it off because it just ruined the idea of what the mm. book had to do mm. like and if you're gonna base a show on it, th- you know hashtag you know Oprah whatever, um, it's just I just feel like there still should be elements that like he's got an extra daughter in there mm-hmm. they're like the father's still alive like it's. Ah, it's, mm. it's, it's chaos on TV, and it's like on season two now. And I'm like, you can't get through season one. Read the book. I'm good. Okay, I'm gonna read the book. Thank you for that. Yeah, read the book. Have you seen the show? Nah. Okay, read the book. Okay, read the book because because then you'll watch one episode of the show and you'll be like, I get it. Ah, uh, I get it. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, yeah, we gotta get back. Wow, this was this is so good. <laughs> All right. Um. On our Instagram, Jessica, our loyals, Jessica Cushion, says, The Night Circus by Aaron Morgenstern. Hmm. Hashtag obsessively checking IMDb for updates. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't actually put a hashtag. She writes hashtag. Oh, in. Lord. <laughs> and then the supervillain, John Aponic. While it might be difficult to translate. Wait, there's more. Okay, while it might be difficult to translate into film, The Alchemist. The Alchemist could be an insane Terrence Malick film due to its locations and magic. I'd also be interested in Sula or maybe a nonfiction book like Eddie Would Go, a surfer biography. Mm. Okay. Have any has have either of you read um what are they called? L I T R P G books? Um, it was like first first gamer, like it's an audio book, like it's an audible book, and it's in that group I connect you to, Code, um, Kodak Black or something, whatever yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. And um, it's basically like, it's like a video game, but they turned it into a book. Mm-hmm. So you're listening to this character go through all this stuff, and I was playing it for my daughter. She's a gamer, too. Mm-hmm. And she's Reason like, I right. love this. And now they just came out with the part two to the book. I'm so, I'm obsessed. Okay. Obsessed. Right. It's, nice. um, let me see what it's called. It's called... The Land Founding in LIT RPG Saga, Chaos Seeds, Book One, and it's unabridged. And it's on Amazon and it's on um, Audible. It's really good on Audible and um, Game of Thrones book. All the, all the all those books on Audible. Yeah. So okay. So nice. So good. 
I can't listen to books. I mean, I listen to podcasts and stuff, but I cannot listen to books because I tend to like, even like when I'm listening to the podcast, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I talk to myself. I mostly listen to it in the car, and I just talk to myself saying, oh, damn, I should have said this, should have said that. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm listening to another podcast, I'm like throwing in my opinion, knowing mm-hmm. that they're not listening or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I would do that if, on, during the Audible. Mm-hmm. So um, this one, I'm going into the video game realm with this one. Um, for all you PlayStation owners out there, which console had the best titles? Either PlayStations 1, 2, or 3? Mm. I'm going to say PS2. Yeah. I know nothing about PlayStation, sorry. Aww. It's not my You're an my Xbox niche. girl? No, I'm none of the above. If, if I had to go back, it'd be Sega. <laughs> wow, retro gamer. Retro gamer. Yeah, no, like no Atari with the Pong. Doop. Oh, well, there's a new Atari system. Doop. I know, I heard about it. I was like, hoo, 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 hoo. Mm-hmm. Bringing it back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll say, yeah, the PS2, because it has like the perfect balance of all types of games, RPGs, action-adventure, strategy, sports, if you're into that sort of thing. Um, all sort, it, it had, like, Every genre for every type of gamer. The PS2 had it all. Yeah, it did. And I think, I think it still holds the record as the, large, as the biggest selling system ever. Yep. Even on top of like the Xbox, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of, like of all time. Hey, well, that's because first, you know PS what it is? came out first, right? Yeah, PS2 came out in 2000 in Japan. I remember that was like a huge thing. People were like slashing each other's tires about them. Yeah. I'm on my PS2, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think it was the first, and it was the first system to actually have like you can play DVDs on it. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. I remember so that. that. Like, I think a lot of people videos? bought a DVD, bought a PlayStation just for so they can have. For the DVD player. Yeah, yep. for the DVD player. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it would play your burn DVDs too. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my brother had one. I was like, it plays the burned ones. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, that will be uh, the, um, yeah, the question of the week will be up uh, within the, on the social medias in the next couple of days. Uh, Afton, it was a great, great, great. <laughs> I can't even emphasize how great it was. It was a pleasure having you. Thank you. You will be back on. I will. Yes. I will. Because yeah, I enjoyed myself. Yeah. Tell us where you can, tell us where you can, um, where we can find you. Um, Facebook, um, Instagram, um, Facebook. I'm up under Afton H. O'Neill. Um, and then my Facebook page for infamous DDZ is connected to it. And then the same thing for Instagram. All right. And she's looking for models. All, Always. all male shapes models. and sizes. Male models. Yeah, as a matter of fact, Kyle commented earlier. He said, what about real skinny with a gut? What? <laughs> <laughs> Maternity wear? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's welcome. Everybody's welcome. Right, <laughs> and then you can always find us. Uh, you can email your questions of the week or anything. Just email anything to mm-hmm. CodexPrimePodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram. Whew iTunes, SoundCloud, <laughs> YouTube, Twitch, um, Google I, Play, Google Play, yeah, yeah. Love to the Android users. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Yep. And uh, yes, we will upload uh, this this video of hopefully by tonight, if not by tomorrow morning, and uh, the complete audio will be on SoundCloud, of course. And I'll also uh, stitch together the complete audio with the uh, Facebook uh, two Facebook feeds as well. All right. So, yes, yeah, so thank you for watching. Um, we will catch you on the flip. And my fashion sense is on fleek. Peace out, nerds. No, it's not. <laughs> 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 <laughs>